Dr. Gorka, how are you doing today, sir? Good, thank you. What are you? What, you know, I'll, I'll ask you a little bit. It just seems like uh, I'll ask you in a few minutes once we actually kick off the space a little bit. But man, I'm telling you, this Twitter war between the DeSantis and Trump camps are getting it's getting quite intense. It's fun, isn't it? Oh, it, it, it's fun until I keep thinking about you know I, I I just and you've been in the in the in politics you know longer than I have, and I don't know. I guess I'll you know I'll go ahead and ask you. Do you think is it even possible for, uh, you know, these two camps to get together after the primary, no matter who wins? I'm I'm always puzzled by people on the people on the right who say, "Oh my gosh, how can we do this? How can we be criticizing each other?" It's like, what are we, the Communist Party of the Soviet Union? I mean, really, we, we can't disagree. We're ripping each other apart. No, it's called primaries, okay? We don't have to love each other. And just remember what, you know, Kamala said about Biden and what, 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 what they said about, you know, what Hillary said about Tulsi Gabbard. The idea that we have to be monolithic is insane. It's un-American. And of course, we'll come together. Whoever the candidate is who wins will get the votes of every reasonable person who's on the right. So... People need to stop thinking that we, we we are two monolithic sides. I just I just don't get people who are so simplistic. Yeah, I, I think it's also worth noting that if you remember, I'm sure you do, Doctor Gorka, back in 2016 when Ted Cruz and Donald Trump were the front were the, the front runners uh, at the time, and I mean some of those attacks were vicious back and forth. Uh, and yeah, now, and now, and now they some... now they have a, an excellent relationship. So pe- exactly. people have no no historic context. They just they just forget these things, and they, they think they think there's politics as normal. Politics has changed forever. When you know, when when 64 million Americans chose a non-politician to be president, and we had 17 people from the establishment who he destroyed on the on the primary platforms, it's 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 a different kind of politics today, and people need to wake up and understand that. Right. Um, you know, so, so Heather, uh, I'll go ahead and bring you in here while we still get the panel together here. We're working on that. Well, 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 how does this work? How, how long do you wait until you get going? What's like the minimum number? Uh, yeah, no, we, we don't typically have a minimum number of a waiting period, but it, it just depends on how many panelists we've been able to reach and get up on stage. Because obviously that's all pre-planned and the team in the background is working on bringing them all up, but. Uh, sometimes it takes a little longer than usual. And, and how did it's you get involved like with, with running these things? Say again? How did you get involved with running these things? Uh, I came up on stage back in December, actually, with uh, Ron DeSantis, or not Ron DeSantis, uh, Thomas Massey. Um, you know, and then and then after that, I just kind of stuck around and never left. So, Got it. And, what, and what's your day job? My day job? At this point, it's... <laughs> uh, it's going around to uh, different places in the United States, covering different stories like East Palestine. I, uh, you know, I was there for a month and a half covering that entire story. Uh, I don't know if you, you know, knew anything about that, but I was. I, oh yeah, no, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Nobody would have heard about it. It wasn't for you, me, in there. Right. I appreciate that, and you know, I think it's a story that. Uh, you know, I'm going to go back there next week and hopefully spend about two weeks more there because I don't want people to forget about that story. Good. Um, 
you know, it, it's, a, it's a tragedy, and Joe Biden is still ignoring it, quite frankly. President Trump went there. He brought, I mean, uh, tens of thousands of dollars worth of supplies, cleaning supplies, water, which was extremely necessary because the people don't even, they still don't trust their, their tap water. Uh, and then Joe Biden kept making the promise, oh, he's going to go, he's going to go. Uh, and, and then you have Corrine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary for Joe Biden, saying that, uh, you know, oh, well, Joe Biden's been to Ohio before. Well, great. That solved all the problems. Yeah, somebody needs to start covering that story again. Just like he's been to the border, right? Remember when she said, oh, he's been to the border. He's been to the border. And that was uh, Kamala Harris that said that when it was like for a campaign stop five years ago or something. Yeah. So Dr. Gorka, that was another thing. I, I just got back from the border uh, a week ago uh, covering that. So that was a week and a half ago now. But Where, where did you go? Uh, I went to Brownsville. I was in McAllen for a while. I was pretty much bouncing between those areas because, as you know, Texas is a huge state. Right. Uh, and I'm from I'm from Kentucky and I drove down there. It was a 20 hour drive each way. So, I mean, it was the further west that I go, it was, you know, it just it was you know getting to the point where it was going to end up being, you know, a 24, 25 hour drive where I think that uh, needs a lot of attention down there is there is no complete border at all. There are places where it's very easy for people just to walk over the Rio Grande, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not very deep in a lot of places. You have Brownsville, Texas, which is right across from Matamoros, Mexico. I went into Matamoros, Mexico, and I ended up, you know, going into this migrant camp that had over 5,000 people in it waiting to cross over. There is no border wall on the other side, Dr. Gorka. That was one of the yep. things that Trump wanted to put in place, and they blocked him. Yep. Yep. It's, it's absolutely in- incredible. Incredible. I feel like at this point, we actually don't have borders because uh, I just went to Newburgh, New York, and these illegal immigrants are being stashed in these hotels all over our country right now. So it's almost like to say that there's a border crisis doesn't actually apply anymore because we no longer have borders. These NGOs are distributing these people all over our country. So it could be in your the border crisis could now literally be in your backyard. Um, Nick, can you hear me? I can. It's uh, it's clear, isn't it? It's not echoey. No, it's not echoey at all, actually. Awesome, awesome. Right, so, um, Nick, do you want to give us an update? We've had a marathon, I'd say, 72 hours. Um, so if you want to give an update about what happened, get the audience up to date, and then we'll, we'll start the show. Yeah, so it seems, you know, as I was saying uh, a little bit earlier when we first started, uh, there seems to be an ongoing Twitter war between the DeSantis camp uh, and the the Trump camp. And I don't just mean staffers or advisors or anything like that. I'm talking about, you know, fierce supporters of both sides that have been going after each other to the point where you had the vice president of marketing at the Babylon Bee ended up being removed from his post. Uh, that's, that's how bad it got because, you know, he was, uh, he, he, you know, pushing back, uh, to say the least, on... Uh, I believe DeSantis is on me. Uh, chief advisors, uh, Christine Pashaw. You know, but but that wasn't that. why he, that wasn't why he was fired. Yeah. So can you go into that a little bit more? I don't know. If I, I can. That it's, story it was in response than... to me. It was it was something I posted, and he reacted to something that I posted. 
Uh, I put it in the nest. Um, what was the, what was the reaction? Just for the the people that can't, yeah, I, just listen yeah, audibly. Sure. I mean, I mean, I editorialized a bit, so I'll try to be neutral here. Uh, he said you should ask me if I get paid to tweet, uh, and if I deny it, then then you should ask me if uh, you should ask me if Mercedes pays me. Then you should ask me if his tax pay me or anyone related to him pays me. Uh, and then, and, uh, even though he knows that, that I'm not paid, um, and then I said, uh, and then I said, uh, Gavin used to receive a paycheck that was financed by Miles Guo. You should ask him about it. Uh, and then I guess Christina liked that tweet and he said, and then, uh, Gavin said, I worked at Getter. It's on my LinkedIn. So what? Am I responsible for my actions, for the actions of a former employer? Sorry. Am I responsible for the actions of a former employer, someone I met maybe five times in my life? Are you trying to accuse me of something, you schmuck? And apparently uh, Christina liked that. And then he said, and then he, he sent some more tweets. Um, and then Seth said, don't do that. And then he quote tweet, and then uh, Gavin quote tweeted him and said something. I forget what that was. And uh, then he was relieved of his duties. Uh, Matt, well, didn't didn't he say it was the language? Didn't Seth say it was like the Did language I'm necessarily? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. The the the, the tweet that's posted at the top here. You, I think you wrote. I don't know who you are, Max, but you wrote. Inter- got a paycheck from international criminal Miles Guo. Uh, you you know you do know he hasn't been prosecuted of anything, right? You know that's slanderous, right? Is that slanderous, Max? I, uh, has he been arrested? Yeah, that doesn't make you a criminal. You know that, right? Okay, good to but know. Sebastian knows everything, Max. You know, I mean, this, this guy is so... Zach, can we get rid of Chris? So, can we get... Oh, hey, oh he wants Nick. rid of me. Zach, you can blocked we just get rid me. of this guy? You blocked me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, a, Chris, Chris, let's keep some decorum. All right. uh, can, can I go here really quick? Got, hey, because I, I don't have much time. One, but, uh, one second, Chris. One right. second, Chris. I just want to go to Chief to just to give a different perspective because that was Max's perspective from his side. I know Chief wrote a thread as well, so I'd just like to hear his perspective as well, and that we have a bit of a balance about what happened, and then we can start the debate. Chief, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, for context, so Max did put that tweet out, um, and Christina was uh, was liking those um, those tweets. Got no sound here. Um. Yeah. Okay, Sebastian. I'll drop you down and bring you back up. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Please. So um, basically, uh, she was liking the tweets, and a lot of employees in the past at Babylon B have used expletives and other slurs like that. And this is while they're actually employed. So, for instance, there is a tweet from one of the employees at Babylon B saying, "I don't give a f about Ashley Babbitt." Other tweets also surface with you know f off all these things. So there have been employees who currently work at Babylon B, who have been cursing, have been using slurs, and other language like that. So the the reason why um, Gavin was reacting this way was that Christina was liking tweets insinuating some sort of criminal thing or whatever, which is totally um, wrong. And uh, it was really just a stupid tweet where he's saying, well, teehee, you know, Gavin gets a, a check from someone. <laughs> it was a stupid tweet. And she was liking it and all of that, endorsing that language. So he called her out, said, what are you doing? And 
basically says despite what, what was the what was the exact exact phraseology of his uh it was with the first word his, it, when... had, it had one it had an f word in it so um i read that yeah so it wasn't that bad like if you want to read it have you got yeah, it because I, I think go, contextually uh... when you explain it, it sounds much worse when i read the tweet i was like what he got fired for that but anyway if you want to read it yeah, yeah. so the the tweet there it says here sorry i just i just had literally just had up two seconds ago yeah it said hey christina what's your effing problem that's what, <laughs> that... him. right so you know he tweets that that out and because he used a curse word apparently or whatever the language wasn't too acceptable for his standards he goes and, and subtweets Gavin saying, I don't like your tone or whatever. And um, Babylon B's Seth Dillon said in the past, that's okay to defend yourself. And if you're worried about being fired from a tweet, do it anyway. And then said another tweet in the past that it's okay to defend yourself on Twitter. So with well, all these double standards, well, I'll, I'll wrap it up really quickly. With all the double standards we've gone with, with Babylon B, it's clear that one, um, Seth Dillon has said in the past that it's okay to defend yourself on Twitter. And if you're at risk of being fired, he said to do it anyway. So number two, employees at that, at that place use curse words, use slurs, and things of that nature. So it's ridiculously hypocritical for them to fire him over a crass word when they do all the time in the past. And that that's that's not a, according to Seth. So I recommend uh, Suleiman and Nick. You reach out to him now. So ah. as soon as I saw, we have to clarify. To clarify, okay, good. Uh, 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 we reach out. Hang on, hang on. Okay. As soon, as soon as I saw the news, I I reached out to Seth because he's been on my show and I said, "Is this true?" And he uh, he gave me a long DM about what. Uh, his reasons are and it's not about curse words so uh, i would say before we go further have gavin have seth you know have people actually know what they're talking about give their sides of the story okay uh, yeah, I thank you sebastian I, I neutrally sorry guys we've invited seth and uh the gentleman who got fired Great. As well. so yeah they, hopefully they'll be coming uh, well, I'll, de I'll definitely the guy well, if anybody, the if guy anybody fired, does yeah. know seth that is in the audience definitely give him a shout tell him we i'll, I'll send him the link now <laughs> all right yeah bring seth I think we we agree i think we all we generally agree at the progression of things that happened the the question then goes to like the the motive behind the ultimate decision but um I don't think there's there's too much agreement on the regression events. It's not a terribly complicated series of events. Well, Matt, I, mean, I, I, don't Sorry, guys. I want to go to Chris. Uh, Chris, um, let me go to you. The, and, and let me ask you a question, and then you can add your bit as well, Chris. Chris, um, one of the insinuations or one of the concerns people from the Trump side have is Babylon B is being funded by DeSantis, uh, and essentially this was a hit job by the DeSantis team. Chris, go ahead. Nobody on the DeSantis team made Gavin Mario Wax have a childish meltdown on Twitter and embarrass himself. And I think we're not looking at the big story here. These people like Gavin Mario Wax, like the MAGA, Johnny, and all these other people have been talking smack nonstop for six straight months. And, and Christina Pushaw has kept her mouth, has, has, has stayed back, and the team DeSantis has stayed back. Now, all of a sudden, after just one day, and she didn't even hit him hard. Come on. I mean, this is like funny stuff here, and they just can't take it. They have this 
whole meltdown and they they're crying about being doxxed and oh my goodness team DeSantis is so mean to us and Christina is so mean and we can't believe it and these are all men and it's really sad to see what MAGA men have turned into because they're really being a bunch of a bunch of babies they've been doing nothing but attacking 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 and then Christina comes and finally the gloves are off a little bit. She barely taps them and they're all crying. And then she gets all these people instead of being an actual man, which I've screwed up before and I apologize when I mess up. But instead of being an actual man about it and being like, OK, you got under my skin a little bit. He starts this Me Too style campaign where he's got all these other guys that are like, like that guy uh, in Grassa and all these other guys are like, I stand with Mario or I stand with Gavin, like, like some kind of like me too thing. And I mean, this is just, uh, this is just embarrassing watching them play the victim. Look, just take responsibility. This shows Trump never takes responsibility for what he does. These are Trump's disciples. They don't take responsibility for anything they do. And, uh, you know, it, it was just kind of funny that, uh, they couldn't even handle, like, what was it, like 20, 26 hours of Christina Pushaw before these men, they all basically got beat up by a girl and started crying about it. So you're saying we're allowed to go and defend ourselves, right? You're saying we're, we, we have the, if we're playing equal to, equal playing ground here, we're able to respond to uh, a person who likes a tweet that insinuates that someone's a criminal. We're okay to defend ourselves, right? Well, well, you can defend. I, I, I think I think we're kind of getting off topic after, here. Um, like he well, Max, I'm trying to get. He, he was fired after he after he after he. Wait, Max, I'm trying to explain that Chris is saying this whole thing about crying or whatever. We're playing an equal playing field here. We have the ability to go and defend ourselves, and for Gavin to defend himself in a tweet. You can go and say boohoo all you want, but you know we're playing equal playing field here. If she does something like liking a tweet, calling you a criminal, or insinuating that. Um, he can just say what's going on with that. And if he used the expletive and she didn't like the expletive too much or Seth felt like a snowflake too much and like the curse word or how you want to phrase it, I don't really attribute that. But, you know, she he has the ability to defend himself. Chuck says she has the ability to go in maybe snarky comments. So when he hits back, he gets fired. So your, your argument's kind of a bit flawed in that sense. Well, well, look, look, yeah, I, I mean, let's, let's Max, let me bring Chris one second. Got fired. Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, Chris, I need to go somebody else. Uh, Max, um, let me ask you this, because you were basically the start point of this issue. Um, I mean, d I don't understand Chris's argument, because essentially this isn't someone being able to take it. If anything, wasn't this a case that essentially the guy who defended himself, he used a slur word, you know, uh, but essentially he got fired. So isn't it that the DeSantis ca camp are more... Uh, thin-skinned and they don't want anyone to say anything to them if they do you well get so so here's what happened and again you can like you can't read <laughs> seth dylan's yeah. mind you you can't read seth dylan's mind but like the progression of what happened was that uh gavin said what he said to christina uh seth had to cut it out and then gavin quote tweeted seth and and said something aggressive i don't i don't that know after was the um, but so he, so that because so, no, but Max that didn't happen. I'm not saying like, that this is no, but sorry, Max, that, Max, sorry, that didn't happen, did it? What happened was I know your incident happened first. Then he wrote that tweet to Christian Pershaw and said what the f or whatever the word was. And then Seth Dillon then responds and says, "Take Babylon B out of your bio." Essentially, saying you're fired. No, no, no. That's that's, ah, that that's not the total. That right? That's me, not the correct, progression. Correct, yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please go ahead. Oh well, Seth's here. So yeah, no, but I mean, I'll just lean into it because Seth's now here, but. But no, what happened was he said, he said, what the fuck? And then Seth uh, disputed that. And then Gavin co-tweeted Seth. 
and said, I forget. And then, and then Seth said, um, take, take it what? out of your bio. So, but now we have Seth here, so he can yeah, keep yeah. Well, yeah, so, Let's so, go to so Seth. Seth was, so, sorry, go, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seth, welcome to the panel. Uh, I want to I ask you, like, just, just overall, give me your thoughts on the entire situation. We've kind of gone over it a little bit. I don't know if you've heard any of it. No, I just, so, I just joined, so I don't, I don't know what you guys have said up to this point. Well, we just started, Seth. We're just trying to find out what happened. I mean, is it the is it a situation where there was a form of censorship going on? And what was the reason why it seemed to the public that you fired him, based on that using that slur word? So please correct us and let us know like what was the situation. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe it as a situation where censorship occurred. I think this is a this is a case where we have somebody who you know has has the Babylon Bee in their bio as an employee of the Babylon Bee. He run he was running our. Uh, our marketing campaigns and uh, and was engaging in really nasty public behavior. You know, he was demeaning people, calling people fat, calling them names, cursing, a lot of vulgarity, a lot of vile, vile stuff that just uh, reflects very poorly on us. I don't want people. We're a Christian satire site. I don't want people out there talking to other people like that with our name in their bio. And uh, I, I strongly object to that. Um, and when I, uh, it, in addition to that, you know, it goes a lot deeper than that. There's other, there's other issues at play. I can't speak to all of it, but, um, you know, you can, it's public record how many times this guy tweets during the day. He, I was paying him to tweet, essentially, and paying him to tweet nasty things. Uh, I don't think I have any obligation to continue doing that any longer than I want to. So, so Seth, one of the biggest, biggest, uh, you know, counter arguments uh, to this situation is that you have also tweeted vulgar things in the past. Some of those tweets have surfaced. I mean, so uh, this the the argument, you know, maybe you can clarify the difference between that and what we saw yesterday. Sure. With yeah. Gavin. I've seen some of the tweets that people are screenshotting. Uh, they looked up the word shit apparently on my on my page. Advanced Twitter search brought up a few tweets where I was quoting people who had said the word shit, and in the word in quotation marks, I quoted them multiple times. Um. I don't think that's the same thing as spending my entire day on someone else's payroll trashing other people with vile language. Uh, do you think that's the same thing? Well, so, so what I will do is I, I believe you're referring to Tara, who is up on stage. So I'll, I'll, I'll let Tara jump in there. Go ahead, Tara. I, I honestly am just curious. Um, it seems that, you know, from my perspective and watching all of this unfold, that Gavin was more so defending himself against a lot of the Babylon Bee um, employees who were piling on to a tweet by Max here on stage who was claiming that he was involved with some illegal, nefarious activity. What, so what in Babylon turn, he defended employees? himself. Which Babylon Bee employees? I'm not aware of any of that. I didn't see uh, any other Christina, Babylon Bee employees. Christina was she is not a Babylon liking Bee employee. The, the comment. She's not a Babylon Bee employee. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. My bad. I'm she's sorry. A, I was under the yeah, impression that she worked for She's a campaign staffer. Right. Correct. So she was piling on. He defended himself against her. You in turn defended her um, and then fired him publicly. I, didn't, you know, reprimand him privately, con you know, conducted yourself in a very public way uh, to make a sort of display um, an example out of Gavin is how it seems. Yeah, I didn't I didn't defend anybody. I just re really quickly going back to that issue of I've used vulgarity. I mean, I, I just I explained it was kind of glazed over, but I. I just explained that these were tweets where I was quoting somebody else who was using quote wor curse words. I don't, 
But not, several Babylon B employees do use vulg vulgarity constantly. Uh, there are plenty of screenshots out there, and they do have the B, you know, on their profile. One account, uh, MJ, I believe her name is, even has the F word in her header. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It seems sort of like a double standard. Yeah, so, well, but I, I respond. I, I, the, the, the question that was asked of me was my own vulgarity. What my, I'm a hypocrite because I use vulgarity. And I was firing this person for vulgarity. It's not merely vulgarity, by the way. I never said, hey, you're fired because you said a bad word. Uh, does, when did I does, say that? I never said does that. The Babylon Bee will will you be fired? Oh. Does the Babylon Bee actively get money from the DeSantis campaign? No. Have you got no, uh, the screen? The screenshots that everybody shares, including, I believe, Tara, who made a big deal out of this. Um, you guys love to just crop out dates, don't you? The screenshots that, that are going so I, viral. I took what was given to me. I know. I yeah, you don't, you don't ask, you don't ask questions. You just share it. I know. Um, so the, the screenshots that everybody loves to share are from 2021. Uh, DeSantis was running for governor and was uh, renting our list like he rented everybody's list. He spent a hell of a lot more with Daily Wire. But here's the thing. It's turned into this big story because so everybody everybody cropped off the dates and is suggesting that we're actively being paid by DeSantis to promote DeSantis and tear down Trump. Look at our website yesterday. We made fun of DeSantis twice just yesterday. Where are you guys sharing those screenshots? Where are those? So you haven't gotten I, I any money from more like, That seemed more like coddling. One, one, second, one second, guys. So Seth, I've got a question for you because you the the issue is this. Like, um, we saw the tweet that he did where he said, "What the f, um, Christina." And then immediately after that, as a response, you said, like, take the Babylon B out of your bio. Now, if there was a lead up to the situation or lead up to the event or of this uh, event occurring, have you got some kind of paperwork to show that you basically had conversations with them in the past? If he's tweeting regularly and these incidents are ha happening on a regular basis, have you got like a file on him that he's been doing this? You've had re regular conversations or was this the first time you basically said, get that B out of your uh, bio, you're fired? Essentially, you're saying you're fired, Seth. Oh, my, my mic was turned off. Oh, sorry, um, because they were all talking at the same time. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to get in a, into a lot of the nitty-gritty details of a personnel matter. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about what's happened publicly, and that's all I can talk Why about. And I don't think my lawyers advise me to talk about anything beyond what's happened publicly. Um, but hey, uh, but there is there has been, a, as if, I mentioned, if, it is public Gavin record. You can go. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. I have one last question. For Seth. Mario, can I continue to let, let Seth finish? Yeah, I'm going to let Seth finish. Seth, go ahead, please. Hey, you can unmute your mic. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it's it's very public how often he was tweeting. You can go look at the kinds of things that he was saying. I mean, clearly, this was not a single tweet that I was objecting to. And I never said I was objecting to a single tweet. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are reading into things and they're making things up and they're sharing stuff that just isn't true. So I'm, I'm happy to kind of clear the record on that. If you, you know, and I'll, I'll be very forthright in answering questions that I can about what happened publicly, but not, you know, the details of an ongoing personnel matter. You, you, you did say if he was... <clears throat> Excuse me, if I could just ask one thing. If he was a DeSantis supporter, would he have been fired on the spot very publicly on display the way you did? Oh, sure. Nonsense. Yeah, his, his behavior is vile. I don't, I don't care who he supports. Like I said, I, I tweeted about this. You guys can see my own Twitter page. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you support. I don't even know who most of my employees vote for. A lot of them, I'm sure, voted for Trump. I know for a fact a few of them did. Many, Several of them are libertarians and didn't vote in the last election. I don't give them a hard time about that. I don't consider them betraying Trump or betraying DeSantis. I don't care if he, if who he votes for or or what he says. If he's out there behaving in a way that is just vile and disgusting and reprehensible with the Babylon Bee in his profile, 
I'm going to find that objectionable. And I have every right to. I think you would too if he was representing your corporation. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. We are, our, our tagline was your trusted source for Christian news satire. And we have people out there calling, you know, Jenna worked for uh, Trump a uh, long time ago. She represented him. Um, you know, he's calling her fat, price divorced and overweight. He'd never touch her. You know, like that kind of stuff is nasty. I don't want people like that representing me. I hope other employees will be held uh, to the same Do any other women standard. feel the same way? I mean, do, do other women I mean, here? Yeah, like, do you Jenna think that Ellis that's... went around calling Carrie like a grifter and saying her keynote speech at CPAC was lackluster and cringe. So Jenna Ellis does not work Jenna for me, and I'm not defending Jenna Ellis. She doesn't work Wait, for me. These are men. These are men bullying women, okay? And this is what the truth is. Can I please chime in here? Guys, one second, guys. And, and, um, Every, Chris, Chris, please, I need, uh, uh, let, let, let's finish this bit. Chief, did you have a question? Because I think, Chief, you brought up a thread where other employees of Babylon B had made similar comments. Is, is that the case? Yeah, so here's the thing. So the issue where I'm saying is a bit of a double standard is there are employees that were working at your place at the exact same time. You know, they're working at your place. They had Black Blonde B. One of them was employed in March 2021 and said, I don't give a F about Ashley Babbitt talking about that so i have the receipt here too and the tweet's still up you can go look at it for yourself um the tweet itself from uh morgan says i don't give a f about her she was warned many times not to proceed forward or she would be shot and that callous language i didn't think was appropriate and there was also other tweets too where she was saying i don't think it matters much any god that that'll the d word someone to hell or jeopardize their salvation for just getting water dunk on them twice and proclaiming their faith is not a god I will follow. So there are tweets out there from empl from employees, and I, there's more I found too with F languages being used. So the if you're because you made the assertion that he was his behavior was bad in public, right? And if you're if you're making that assertion, you know, then then you can apply that same standard to other people who have used curse words or slurs on Twitter frequently on, when they're employed by you. So that's kind of the point about the double standard. If it's something internal where you can't talk about some performance thing, that's one other whole issue, which I'm not, you're not going to talk about on a, on a public space, for sure. But um, there are employees, for sure, that, are, that you have and were working at you with, with you at the time that were saying expletives, slurs um and things of that nature so that's the point about double standards and if you're gonna hold gavin to the standard he's tweeting too much he's called someone fat or whatever okay then but what about the tweet about ashley babbitt and the and the f and effing her death pretty much and not caring much about that because jantix is a big issue for me so yeah i saw seth go ahead can i reply really quick yeah yeah no no i want you to reply take your time though so you can share sure. so um yeah, there have been. I there were, I saw a lot of screenshots. Some of the screenshots that were shared were of tweets that em, current employees of mine tweeted before they became employees of mine and before they had they were you know representing the B publicly. Um, so that was that was one thing that I saw going on a lot. Some of the ones that you referenced were tweeted by people who do currently work for the B uh, and were were tweeted while they do work for the B. Uh, and I I do find that objectionable. Um, you know whether you file them publicly, whether it, it rises. Whether it rises to the level where they need to be let go uh, is a determination that I have to make. But like I said before, I, I hate to have to repeat myself, but I said before, it was this was not about the fact that he used a curse word in a tweet. It goes way deeper than that. I mean, this is this is a pattern of, of a person who spends his entire day attacking people online with vile and vulgar language and with the, with the Babylon Bee in his bio. And it, it goes far above and beyond anything I've seen from other employees of mine. But I, there is... 
a conversation to be had about how people with the B in their bio who work for the B uh, represent themselves online. And we need to start having those conversations, apparently, internally. So the question, but here's the thing, too, because you said there's a long pattern of this. You know, you're, you're kind of making a statement that Gavin's been on Twitter a lot and he's tweeting this stuff out. Like, as an employer, like, when you have a person that's doing this and you say there's a problem and it's, like, it's going on for, like, a month or something, like, shouldn't there be some internal discussion where you at least pull this? I mean, maybe there was. Maybe you can't confirm or deny or whatever if it's internal. But shouldn't you be able to, to pull them aside and say, hey, um, could you could you hold back on this? Or, hey, do this. And instead of saying that this is going on for a long time, if, if there were no internal discussions about this um, or anything like that, um, I think that it would be better to have those privately. And I understand that um, he made a tweet that kind of broke the camel's back in your, in your, I guess, in your eyes about um, about what Je referring to Je uh, Christina. Um, but still, like he, that tweet that was going on in that context, he was being, uh, you know, kind. Of did you hear? Did you hear how he responded when I said I didn't? I didn't like him tweeting like that. Yeah, I saw that response. It's and... not like he responded in in some way. And he 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 actually at one point tweeted that I fired him for showing dignity, and I I find that astonishing. I mean, do, do you no, understand that, where that, he's I mean, coming Seth, from? Though, I mean, Seth, like from his perspective, though, he essentially is getting attacked. He's getting attacked in such a vile manner, actually, basically accusing him of being in cohorts with criminals or whatever it may be. He literally makes that comment in defense. I thought that's quite bland, actually. Someone yeah, like, like I said, he spends his day attacking people uh, while working for on my while I'm paying him instead of working. He's tweeting 250 times plus per day attacking people. With the Babylon Bee in his bio. So why do you? I, like, why do you, it's not even a question. Why do you? Fire I should not be employing that. I don't want himself. Though. Why didn't you fire him when he called Jenna fat? Why did you wait until he was defending himself against these accusations? I I don't see the relevance of that question. I decided I no longer wanted this person to be an employee of mine. Um, so I fired him. Can, can you name the the people who are talking about other people who have, have done um who who have done stuff like who have. have uh, I want to go. I want to go back very quickly to the question. Uh, hold on. I want to. I want to go back for a second to this. This question. Sorry, Seth. I, mute, I was trying to mute everybody else. Go ahead. Sorry, Seth. Unmute and then go ahead. Yeah, I want to go back to this question of would I have done this if he was a DeSantis supporter? And you know, nobody nobody responded to my answer there. I said yes, I would have. You know, everybody has everybody. The narrative that's out there, what everybody's trying to say, is that we're on DeSantis's payroll. We're paid shills for DeSantis. We make jokes at Trump's expense, but not at DeSantis's. That's false. You can check our website. We make jokes at DeSantis' expense. I would have fired him if it was a, if a Trump person that he was attacking from the from the DeSantis side. I don't care. This was not a political move. It had nothing to do with this person's politics, nothing whatsoever to do with that. It has to do with the fact that I don't like how he's comporting himself and conducting himself in the public eye with the B in his bio. And that's my decision. That's my but decision Seth, alone to make. Do you think this would have been, would have, this would have been maybe more, because it looks like this is a little bit of a PR nightmare right now, too. Do you, if you could go back, do you wish you would have handled this privately? Even if you did fire him on the spot, you know, do you think that would have been a, a better way to, to do it rather than have this firestorm? I'm assuming you didn't see that. Coming. I actually, I, you know, this has happened before with other people I've had to let go and their behavior after they were let go only validated that the decision was right. So... Uh, and we came out stronger and better for it on the other end by not having them on the team. So, um, no. But, but Seth, like, do you understand from people's perspective, you basically fired him publicly in a specific context where he's defending himself. Like, I understand if he was attacking someone or you've got a zero policy, like you're not allowed to say mean tweets. I didn't. Or, 
I didn't look at the. I don't think the context matters. I think that his the 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 pattern of behavior was there, well established, and I'd had enough. Did I don't think the context did, matters. Did but but, what, but how does the context not matter? The context is everything. Like when you do something in a specific context, that's actually what matters. And in this context, he was essentially defending himself. Like if he was actually being vile in this context, uh, being abusive. Proactively in this context, I, don't, I think people would have been less shocked. But how many? How many? Go, I want you to go back and look at his two hundred fifty plus tweets he sent the day before. How many times was he defending himself versus insulting and attacking people with nasty violence? Yeah, but you waited. You tell me. You tell me. You tell me, Seth. I mean, you tell me, Seth. Like when you've gone through his tweets. Like, I, it, it, guys, this number? is like this is the shifting of the goalposts. It's like one minute it's okay, you're you're working on behalf of DeSantis. Now you're now you're nitpicking like the context and, and whether he was defending himself. What's the real problem? What's the real pro focus Seth, on one problem remember, and stick to it? Seth, do you remember saying if you're afraid you might get fired for speaking your mind, the solution is to speak your mind anyway? If no one is willing to take that risk, nothing is going to change. Yes, I realize this is easier said than done. Courage is always more difficult than cowardice. That goes without saying. Do you remember tweeting that? Yes, I do. And I, and I still believe that that's an awesome tweet. Very brilliant. Yeah, I do too. I agree. And that's why you've gained so much support and your ban you know, being banned and censored by, you know, old Twitter was a big reason why you guys gained so much support. Do you, do you also, think that as based on um, what I've described, is, I'm not done speaking, I've... Seth, just a moment. Also Trump uh, and his support for you guys. Um, I guess that's why we're all a little bit blindsided by the way you've handled this situation and censored one of your employees who is, you know, an outspoken Trump supporter while defending, you know, a DeSantis campaign manager and also documentation of you guys accepting money from DeSantis. This I already said this is not about Trump DeSantis. Why are you going back to that? Well, because yes, you did uh, so say... If so you're let me, afraid, let me, let me you might get fired for speaking yeah. your mind. The solution is to speak your mind anyway. And is that right, not what right. Gavin did? No, it's not what Gavin did. Gavin was a jerk all day long while I was paying him to do work for me. He was tweeting. I was paying him to tweet mean things to people while representing the Babylon Bee. Yeah, that is not the same as just saying that is not the same as just speaking your mind. Himself. That's like that's what you're not. You're not yeah, owning I, up to the fact. If somebody I would never accused, fire somebody for sharing if somebody it. accused you of something that you didn't do are you and they did it publicly on a social media platform that is now dubbed the new public forum like if somebody was accusing you of stuff are you not going to get defensive and snap back into Dr. Gorka's point like if this is all stemming from Miles Guo who's still innocent until proven guilty then he has every right anyway to defend himself. You know, and it's, it's just sort of like you, well, you, you should, say, as, a, as a good employer, defend your employee as well. Sorry, Heather, I just want to add that in there. Yeah. As a good employer, you would defend your employee for being falsely right. accused let, as let, well. Let, let, uh, let, 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 so, Seth, go ahead. Um, so, a couple of things. Um, on the quote again, you know, this idea that this is, I'm, that I'm contradicting myself because I'm saying that people should be able to speak freely and you should do it anyway even if it means you might pay a price, you might get fired, whatever. I'm talking about expressing yourself. I'm talking about sharing your opinions. You know, I've, I've never, I've never have and never will fire someone for expressing an opinion that I don't like. That's not what happened here. So you can try to put it in those terms. You can try to say that, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a, De I'm a DeSantis guy. That's, those are your words, not mine. I'm a DeSantis guy and he's a Trump guy. And I don't like that he's going after DeSantis people, he's speaking his mind. I don't want him to be able to do that, so I'm going to censor him. First of all, I didn't take away his voice. He's still tweeting. He's not censored. He's, he's speaking more now than ever. He's tweeting even more than he did while I was paying him to work. 
Um, so he still has his voice. His voice hasn't been taken away in any way. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous to suggest that I've censored him. I've simply said, look, I don't want you representing our company anymore. You're a jerk online. You say mean things to people. You use bad language when doing it. And I don't want you representing the B anymore. And I can't emphasize enough that that's the reason that this happened. So the, the, I mean, I mean, let me just ask Tara. Tara, like, does, does anybody I, here think that that's 50 plus tweets he sent the day before? How many times does it take away his voice? He's still tweeting. He's not censored. He's, he's speaking more now than ever. He's tweeting even more than he did while I was paying him to work. Um, so he still has his voice. His voice hasn't been taken away in any way. Um, and so, you know, it's just... It's just ridiculous to suggest that I've censored him. I've simply said, look, I don't want you representing our company anymore. You're a jerk online. You say mean things to people. You use bad language when doing it. And I don't want you representing the B anymore. And I can't emphasize enough that that's the reason that this happened. So, the, the, I mean, I mean, let me just ask Tara. Tara, like, does, does anybody I, here think that that's reasonable? Or, I, <laughs> no, it's so like, I, I mean, is, this Seth, a, I, is this just a, you know, a cult no, crowd? No, no, no. No, no, Seth, I, I think it's reasonable. I'd like to chime in. I think it's reasonable to essentially have a policy, being a Christian uh, organization or a monotheistic organization, to have nobody who basically is disrespecting people, swearing online. Like, I, I respect those uh, um, perspectives and ideologies. Like, that's brilliant. Where, where, I guess where the question comes now that now you fight this guy for essentially doing that, are you going to be consistent now? So is, if any one of your employees acts in a similar manner and i guess what the similar manner is going to be because your i guess your argument is the volume is the thing that made him made him get fired and not the specific i, I would say the spirit the spirit much more than the volume the spirit much more than a specific word you know I, I've, I've, I've sure employees of mine have said shit before i didn't fire them for that i said it just now uh you know that's not hypocrisy um, the spirit of it much more like i said he spent his whole day while on payroll attacking people in a mean-spirited manner and I don't like that. So, and no, none of my other employees do that. So, and if one of them does, we'll have an so, issue. So when Morgan, when Morgan tweets out, this is a, 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 a this is her tweet from Gen 6, 2022, and when she was an employee at the time, and she's still there, I believe, I don't give a F about her. She was warned many a time not to proceed forward or she would be shot, talking about Ashley Babbitt. What, what, what's about Babylon B's take on Gen 6 and all that? That tweet is i think extremely mean-spirited and i'm not i don't want people to be fired for tweets i don't want that but if we're playing the same if it's the volume okay then it's the volume but you're saying it's the spirit of tweets so there are tweets out there like that one and other ones uh from that account that are mean-spirited and they say f off the people you want anything about me f off there's a, I, i've looked through and the the point is if it's a mean if it's a mean-spirited thing then okay we can go through and look through the yeah, I don't. I don't like that. And, and employees of the B who have the B in their bio shouldn't be speaking that way. I, I, I. She has the right to her opinion. I think she has the right to to her opinion. I don't think that she should be uh, either vulgar or attacking people all day long while they're well supposed to while they're supposed to be working. Uh, an occasional tweet that uses profanity, uh, like in my case where I was quoting someone who used profanity to try to bring that up as an example of how you know I'm guilty of the same thing that, that Gavin was doing is, is kind of absurd. I don't mind if my employees are in debates with other people. I don't mind if they uh, sarcastically or flippantly troll other people. We do that a lot. It's 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 fun and entertaining. Uh, it does it doesn't it isn't always done with a mean spirit. Um, but attacking I, you know, there a woman is, who died and can't defend things. herself is pretty disgusting behavior, in my opinion. Who did that? I'm sorry. So Morgan, Morgan, yeah. so Morgan I have the receipt here. I'm reading this directly from uh, the the thread. 
Um, they, I so wait, are, are you guys saying that I should be saying, are you saying I should censor and fire all of my employees? No. I, Consistency, oh. Seth. But what, what I'm hey, saying... Can I read a tweet? Uh, let me just... One, one second, one second, guys, one second. Also, I think you've got a question, and then I'm going to uh, go, go for it, also. Yeah, no, so I think, so just, just, Seth, just understand, this is, Babylon B is your company, correct? It is a private company that you, uh, that is yours, and you control who you hire or fire, correct? Correct. Okay, so I, I just find it that this whole conversation from people who are all about private business and, and, and flipping out, I mean, Seth, as the owner, said this person, because of my opinions, crossed the line that represent negatively my company. As such, that person no longer works. And it's a private company. And if Seth wakes up one day and says, I want to be insulting everybody or not, I mean, it's his company. And, yeah, and I think this, com this comes down to, it's a good point. I, yeah. I think this comes down to politics here. It's if I had fired someone who is a DeSantis supporter for being vulgar towards some Trump campaign person, everybody that's objecting right now would be cheering me on. And everybody here knows it. So the, 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 not, the, not no, I. we're not asserting that. We're not, we're not asserting this. We're, the, the point is that we're, we're not disputing the fact you're a private company. You're the boss. You can do whatever you want. You all know it, guys. You all know I, it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing the fact that you can go and fire an employee. Um, I'm not, we're not, and I don't think anyone here is saying you cannot physically do that. You legally are able to uh, most of the time. <laughs> there are exceptions, of course. But um, the point is, if you're saying that there are mean, the, the, the mean-spirited tweets are, are, are what got Gavin fired, what what's more mean spirited than saying I don't give an f about Ashley Babbitt who um, is in Jan Six like that? Can, that... I, can I hate cheat for can me? I, can I? Are, can I? You guys, you guys are assuming that I've seen all of these tweets that you're bringing. Up. I don't, I don't comb through and dig through and monitor and police my employees' tweets. All no the one's time. assuming. I That's I why we're informing you. The point here is that you have like you had to look for tweets from other people. I think this is the point that Seth's making. You have to look for like individual one-off tweets from other people, whereas what Gavin. Seth was observing was was like a consistent like daily pattern of behavior, and and that was the problem because like you didn't know about what you were talking about, right? Yeah, uh, and I'm not excusing vulgarity on other people's behalf. Look, if if other people are are engaging in that kind of rhetoric online with a B in their bio, then I've got a problem with that too. Max. So there there are some conversations that need to be had there, sure. But not to not to anywhere near the extent that we had with this person. Wait, wait, wait. The whole. I mean, let me let me ask a, a, a Trump like Tara. Tara, you obviously most likely believe that the reason why the firing occurred is because Babylon B has some kind of relationship with Ron DeSantis. I mean, am I right to think that that's your feeling? Right. Okay. So what yes, is the what, is what relationship? What relationship do we have? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. So Tara, what relationship do they have? In your imagination, what relationship do we have? Well, there's documentation, and you just admitted live that you've received money from DeSantis, so there's that. Um, has Trump given you guys any money in the past or ever? I've, I told Trump that he could uh, one-up DeSantis by spending twice as much with us, and I would welcome that. Well, then maybe you would have kept his, kept his supporters on your payroll, but it does seem that there is a railroading going on. Uh, there is a definite, you know, support for um, DeSantis. And if you don't, you're basically going to be, you know, pushed out Again, and that's, gaslit that's your, and told that's that your you're imagination. That's your imagination. So, let me finish wildly. speaking, please. But 
it isn't mean tweeting. I've I've searched Gavin's tweets. He doesn't do that. You claim that he does all these things. Gavin's not even here to defend himself, which I would appreciate if he was invited. He was, or, you know. So, so, okay, great. So it would be default. awesome if he would come in and actually have a, a platform to defend himself no, um, and his Tara, good name. Tara, Tara, good. Tara, yeah, was, I think yeah, that he, was, he should he come in my... and have the opportunity yeah, yeah, to do that. So. Yeah, the, the, no, no, so yes, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm so, here, and the accusation is that I'm working with DeSantis. I'm on his payroll. Yes, he he rented our list in 2021. Uh, I would I would I would love for any candidates to you know if he if he becomes the nominee or Trump becomes the nominee, I hope they spend money with us and reach more people through our audience. We need to defeat Biden in this next election. So um, I would welcome that money, um, not just because it's profitable, but because it goes towards a, an important, impactful cause. Uh, it went, towards one and uh, and so I don't see I don't know why that's a problem when it's with the Babylon Bee. Why is it a problem? Why does that suddenly mean that we're compromised? It doesn't mean, as some have tried to imply, that that it, that we make jokes at Trump's expense, but not his. But it just means that we send emails t on his behalf. That's all that means. And it, and those your the dates, your the dates were cut off DeSantis of that. His expense are coddling. You're literally coddling him. They're not even funny. They're it's like you're feeling sorry for the guy, which I mean Guys. I do too at this point but it doesn't seem like you're actually you know picking at him like you guys do with trump now which you didn't before when you had all of his support so does I don't anyone know, else here think like... it's wild how worked up you all are we're a satire site we make jokes on the internet well, i just I, want to pipe I, in right. and say Gavin so why would you so why would you do <laughs> you guys are taking everything so seriously yeah i have questions we are you fired your in congress if he needs it so we're gonna look out for him i stand with gavin wax yeah, I have a question, Seth. Uh, can I ask a quick question? Because Joel actually Joel sent me a tweet that Seth had made right after January 6th where uh, Seth had actually said the MAGA assault on the Capitol and the left's assault on free speech are both bad. Then in this very space, Seth, you also mentioned the word cult and said basically anybody questioning you, are you part of some cult? Do you think MAGA is a cult? And do you believe that J6... That's clearly not what he said. No, no, it was actually. Well, let, me, let him answer the question. Do you think MAGA is a cult? And do you believe the assault on the Capitol was orchestrated by Trump supporters and not by crooked January 6th police and other people on the inside. Um, I don't think that MAGA as a whole is a cult. No, I think that there are people in both the DeSantis and Trump camps right now who are really nasty to the other side and are looking for any way that they can to attack them and belittle them. There are people who, if you're, if there's anything that you do, it's happening right now in this conversation, anything that you do that could possibly be perceived as support for DeSantis or not support for Trump means you must be attacked. You must be silenced. Everyone must unfollow you. I've been tagged in a, a, hun, a thousand posts today from people saying that they need to unfollow the bee because I'm a dissimp. I'm a dissimp. Well, that is just people acting in lockstep for political reasons without using their heads and thinking or asking any, any critical questions. Fortunately, there's a conversation that's being had right now, and I'm I've been given a, a floor to, to talk and respond to some of this, which I appreciate. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that there's there's crazies on all sides, both on the left and the right. 
Uh, there are people who act without thinking. There are people who are really nasty and unfair. This is politics. Unfortunately, politics is dirty. Um, I, I would hope that Christians, people, self-professed Christians, wouldn't wouldn't behave that way and get into all of that with all the the personal insults and the nastiness and the name calling. But it happens, and everything is treated as a betrayal. There are a lot of people in the Trump camp who will treat anything as a betrayal. I see a lot of them here listening. Some of them are listed as speakers. Um, and you know, that's, it's just, it's not right. It's not right. People, people are free in this country to support and vote for whoever they want to. And there are people who will, will, who will hear me say that and think that that means I'm a a DeSantis supporter. And that's exactly proving my point. So do you think J6 was a MAGA assault on the Capitol? Heather, Heather, I would like to, let me in real quick. Uh, Seth probably just directed a comment at me and I've had nothing but a good relationship with Seth. Each time that's that true. We've, that's true. We've met. I, I think you're a solid guy, and um, I'm going to give you the benefit and the doubt uh, that you're not on DeSantis's payroll. Uh, obviously, you've done business with him in the past, uh, but there's people on DeSantis's team, such as Max Nordeau, who make it their job to dox, troll, and harass anybody that is. Wait, hold on. Correction. I'm, I don't work for DeSantis. And I, and so people. so yeah, so hold on. Max, I need you to know. No, AB, I need you to retract what you just said. I don't work for him. Yep. I received no money from him. Are you going to retract what you said about Gavin that sparked this entire thing, Max? Are you going to sure. retract that? Why should he sure. have to retract what he just said? What did I say? That was incorrect. Okay, please, Max, can you let the adult speak? Uh, yeah, no, no. Anyway. You retract what you said. You so, just lied about me. No, so, no, so Max, Retract what so you Max, said. You lied. So you, I said sympathize. On, you said I work for DeSantis. I, I sympathize with DeSantis. Seth to Would an you extent. like to... Uh, okay, yeah, we can't we can't have people talking over each other here. I'm gonna let Alex finish. I will I will let you defend yourself, Max. But I, I gotta let Alex finish. Go ahead, Alex. Thank you, Nick. Uh, but I, I I do sympathize with Seth with the the screenshot of the crop payment dates. You know, Team DeSantis likes to throw out this screenshot that I was paid thirty five thousand uh, dollars by Save America PAC in 2022 uh, for projects related to different midterm election races. Uh, had nothing to do with 2024, uh, but Team DeSantis calls me the $35,000 man. In reality, they should be calling me the $3,500 man because after uh, expenses and profit margin, it was only 10% in profit margin off of Save America PAC. So I've never been paid by President Trump to support him. Uh, that's a dishonest talking point that comes from uh, the DeSantis camp. Uh, and, and Seth, I know that you're friends with Jenna. I think that you've privately expressed uh, your distaste for some of the comments that I've made towards your friend Jenna, uh, to, to mutual friends of ours, uh, and you ultimately unfollowed me on Twitter uh, because of that. But Jenna has been spreading vicious lies about Trump supporters uh, for, for many months as well, and she goes unchecked. And so uh, for, for about a year and a half, DeSantis had this influencer army that was lying about Trump, attacking the mega movement. And about seven months ago, Trump supporters started fighting back and people don't like it anymore. And so uh, I, I think Gavin Wax is a good guy. I think he, he deserves the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and Seth, knowing you, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt as well. But it would be a lot more believable that this wasn't related to politics if Team DeSantis hasn't spent the last many months calling people's employers, flagging tweets of random people to their employers, calling clients, including clients of mine, encouraging them to end business relationships with me. And so the way that the team DeSantis acts is in a very mob-like fashion. And so, you know, it's very disappointing 
uh, that you're in the middle of this now, that Gavin's in the middle of this now. I think this could be all be avoided if King DeSantis wasn't so nasty. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me just respond really quickly. I mean, uh, Alex, uh, you and I have only ever had positive interaction. I don't think we've ever had a negative interaction. So I I agree with that. Um, I, you know, I I don't like seeing a lot of this stuff. This this constant fighting, the accusations all day long, the the political infighting that's going on from one side, uh, lobbing bombs over at the other. Uh, if I unfollowed you, it's because I just don't like seeing that all day long. Um, you know, it's I could have muted you, I guess, but um, I, I I don't like that. I you know, it's it's I didn't like it. Uh, when Gavin was doing it either. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, but it, it, ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, this idea that, that DeSantis has this, DeSantis team has this mob mentality, whatever. The, the Trump side has that too. You guys do that too. You guys, it, it happens to me. I'm on the receipt. You said you empathize with me. Well, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening to me too. Um, it's, it's, it's not right when anybody does it on either side. I don't condone it on either side. Um, Jenna doesn't work for me. I didn't, I wasn't defending Jenna in any of those comments. Um, I was, I was, addressing the behavior of a specific person. Um, so, you know, it's the, the conversation um, about, sorry, I need to get dogs coming out here. Um, the conversation around which side is worse is not interesting to me. Um, I voted for Trump multiple times. The country was better off when he was running it. Um, you know, I'm good friends with people in the Trump family. And so, you know, this idea that I, that I view MAGA as a whole is a cult, and I'm on DeSantis's team. Is just, it's just silly. I'm not bought and paid by DeSantis. I don't know why this is such this this whole can the, the I, like I said before. I the Battle B is a satire because... site. We make jokes at everyone's expense. This idea that oh we're we're really we're really hands off with DeSantis, but we go really hard on Trump. Like Trump is a is a is a fun guy to 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 make jokes about, and he's always had a good spirit about it. We've been friends with the Trump family for a long time, and he's loved the Babylon B for a long time. So nothing well, has changed from our end in terms of our stance towards Trump or his family or his team at all. I'm talking about the sp behavior of specific individuals. So we, we, we can give, there, so, there are so, documents guys, claiming to, that you get paid. One second, Tara. Um, just to clarify, we have asked Gavin, because someone mentioned it earlier, we have asked him to come on. We actually invited him before we even invited Seth. He said he's going to try and come on. So he has been given the opportunity to give his side and it's up to him if he wants to turn up or not. Um, I, I don't I don't know that it would be appropriate for he and I to be going head to head in, in here. So when, when he gets on, I can get off and he can say his piece. Yeah, yeah. I so just I'm, wanted I'm not, to ask, ask really quick in regard to the payments that you receive from DeSantis. There are documents uh, that Laura Loomer has shared saying that it was more than just a list rental, that it was uh, that you were being paid for consulting and speech slash joke writing. Can you confirm or deny that? You're talking about Laura Loomer? Is that what you said? Uh-huh. I'm talking about, more importantly, I'm talking about the payments that were received from Ron DeSantis. You claim it was just for list rentals, but she claims that you told her via text message, um, and there's documentation here, uh, that it was more than that. It was also payment from DeSantis's pack uh, for consulting and speech-slash-joke writing. Yeah, I, well, for one thing, I don't think you should listen to anything that Laura Loomer says. Um, but, so can you uh, confirm or deny if that's true, or, or are you going to pass? The, the, payments, the payments that everybody is sharing, those are from 2021, and they're list rental payments. Everybody cropped off the dates and is trying to, is trying to sell a narrative, and we are not being paid by DeSantis. Can I try bringing 
back because dodge just... the question. Well, come on, yeah. So, so I will go. I, 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 I... Um, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, and then I'm, I'm going to go to all sorts after that. Go okay, ahead. yeah, because the the whole the recall points were being made bef- uh, before about about what we were saying and insinuating. The you said before it's not about the volume. You said it's about the spirit of things, and then later on you said you had a pattern of doing. So, like, I'm kind of unclear if it's like a pattern or not because you've said he was tweeting on your, you know, you're paying him to tweet mean things, and then you said before that it's just a the spirit of uh, the tweets were the issue that were, that was going on. Were, did you pull Messiah at any point before this and say, could you lay off the, the mean-spirited tweets? And um, I guess the other questions, too, it's more so about Jan 6, because there are tweets from from that one tweet talking about that the person doesn't give an F about Ashley Ballard being shot, and that, I think, is the most mean-spirited thing ever. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you have any knowledge of all the tweets your employees do. I'm not saying that you have um, you go through every single employee's Twitter and you read every single reply and, and, and quote tweet and, and like that they do. But now that you're aware of it, what do you do? You think that's like mean-spirited? And, and what, what are your thoughts about that? I think he left as soon as Laura entered the yeah, chat. Yeah, he, he left as soon as... I think Laura Luma as, has a tendency to scare he, people. He left as soon as I entered the chat because that's what happens when you talk shit and then everybody blows my phone up. So if you're going to talk shit about me in a Twitter space, you better be able to, you know, like have the balls to stay on so I can confront you head on. You know what I'm going to do tonight when I get home because I'm out right now? I'm going to post all of the text messages that I have from Seth Dillon where he was blowing me up, acting like such a nice Christian boy... By the way, why, why is he pretending to be Christian when he's Jewish? I have all the screenshots of him saying that he's an Ashkenazi Jew, yet he pretends like Babylon B is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, is yeah, a Christian Laura, site. Laura, so I'm, I'm going not, to... We're, we're, we are not going to go into that. We are not going to go into that part. I brought he's you a liar. You why not? He's a liar. You, he's you, pretending you, to be a Christian, were... and he has posts that he says he's Jewish. It's Babylon B, a Christian site, like they tell all their donors, like a satirical Christian site. Why is he LARPing? Just like he pretends that he's so pro-free speech and that everybody should have the right to, you know, say what they want to say, but then he's going to fire somebody for criticizing DeSantis. He lost his shit. I was in California at the time when I was like, when I broke the story about him receiving money from DeSantis and I woke up and I had text messages at three o'clock in the morning, like, fuck you. You're not a fucking journalist. You fucking yeah, bitch. But, but, but Laura, let me, let me ask you real quick. So we do have Seth Dillon back real quick. And I, and I will Seth let you address your concerns here. I would rather... I'm glad that he finally grew a pair of balls to come back and face me head on. Because we're, we're, if he's going to talk I, about me directly, then he should face me. Laura, Laura, Laura I brought. I mean, I'm just adding Seth gonna, back. So let, we're, let, just, we're not going to. We're not going to do that. I'm going to do next. But I, 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 I the chance to defend himself because he was. Yep. Go ahead, Seth. Yeah, I. Uh, sorry, guys. I have a pretty bad connection. Um, and I'm about to be heading into a dinner, so I can't stay much longer. But I, I wasn't bringing up Laura Loomer. Someone asked me about her. Uh, and I don't know what I missed. You said you said that nobody should listen to anything I. You said, said no one should listen to anything Laura Loomer said. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it looks like we're not going to do ad. Like, it looks like President Trump. It looks like President so. Trump listened to what I. Well, said, I think Laura. Right? I think he even posted the receipts that I that I exposed. Right? It looks like President what? Trump listened. Meanwhile, you were after? trying to stab him in the back when you were having dinner with him while not disclosing the fact that you were on DeSantis's payroll. I mean, why don't you talk about that? Let's was that was that before or after he unhired you? 
Um, oh, wow. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm, I'm not sure we what I'm going to do ad hominem attacks. So, I'm not sure what I'm responding to. I, President, I was, this, President Trump never unhired me. He hired me this, in his office and then disloyal leakers and staffers decided to run to the New York Times to plant a hit piece about me. So I, I don't think, know, like what? Like you're trying to like celebrate cancel culture and hit pieces by Maggie Haberman. Is that what you what you what you want to talk about, Seth? Because as far as I know, like I'm incredibly loyal and effective in my support for President Trump. And, you know, I think I'm the I'm the person who he ended up getting those um, those expenditure reports from that show that you received over twenty one thousand dollars from DeSantis. And then you photographed yourself at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump yeah. in an effort to make it seem like you're a Trump supporter. Uh, and then what? You're you're just not going to tell President Trump in his own home that you're working for DeSantis. So, yeah, make fun of me all you want. But I sleep well at night knowing that at least I have my integrity and my loyalty. I mean, let's, Seth, go ahead and respond. I, I, I'm not sure what there is to respond to. I mean, Laura is okay, okay, one of those. Laura is one of the people that I was talking about before. Where all day long, all she does is talk about how she's loyal loomer. She's loyal to Trump. She attacks anybody that she thinks is is not in Trump's camp. Uh, she's she's hostile and she's nasty. And I don't follow her for the same reason I don't follow some other people who do the same thing. I'm not, so I'm not hostile I'm, and nasty. I'm, I'm just so Laura, 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 one second, one second, one, one second, guys. I just want to ask something to Seth, which you mentioned, and I do think he needs a chance to respond to it. What, one one of the things Laura said when you dropped was that essentially you are not a Christian. You're basically using it as a grift to be able to get donations. You're actually Jewish. And so this is in, a lot of it's a scam. So if, if I mean, I think you do need a chance to respond because this is a major space, like hundreds of thousands of people. Maybe Man, I think that says a lot more about her than me on my mother's side. My, uh, my mother is Ashkenazi Jewish. I'm I'm like 60 something percent Ashkenazi. So by blood, I'm Jewish. Uh, according to Jewish people, I'm Jewish. Um, but I'm a Christian. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for our sins and rose from the dead and paid the price for them that we can't pay ourselves. Uh, and for that reason, I'm, I have saving faith in, in Jesus Christ as my Savior. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why she would attack my religion. I don't know why that's relevant to anything. I'm not attacking your religion. I'm just reading your direct tweets from Twitter. I just said it's really interesting how he says he's a Christian, but I'm looking at your tweets right now. Like, I, I just wanted you to clarify. I mean, if, if you if you converted, then that's your you know your choice. I have no criticism for that. See, but, see you know, like, you what just, does this have to do with Gavin and the topic of this forum? Who's running the forum? No, I was just pointing it out. What and what did my what did my what did my tweets say that's inconsistent with my Christianity? I said I'm Jewish. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, Jesus was Jewish. The Apostle Paul, who wrote Wait, half so the New are, Testament, are you a was Jewish. This, are you a this is really oh, sleazy. This is not, it's, not, this, it's not relevant, this. Like, look, I, the only reason I brought it up was just to give Seth a chance, because it, it would have made his organization look really bad, and so he had a chance to basically correct Am I? Is, is it bad if I'm Jewish? No, no, it's no, not bad. But if, 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 I don't have a problem with it. I'm I mean, Jewish she's Jewish myself. as well. She, I just think it's interesting he made the accusation that you were grifting, you see. So no, that's that's you know, awful. Babylon, what, a sli what a sleazy no, thing. God. Babylon, Babylon B is constantly talking about how, you know, it's a Christian site and, you know, you don't use profanity. And one of the things that people were... So, so a Jew can't work there? Are, are you saying a Jew can't work at a Christian that's company? That's what I said. That's not what, what did I you said. Say? What do you say? So what are you saying? Gavin Wax is Jewish from what I understand. So my point is, is I just think that Babylon B presents itself in a way that really isn't consistent with like the brand you guys are trying to sell. Like, whether, And how is that? How do we present it? Okay, so today, I'm, so you, you, you said in response to Gavin, right? You said, oh, um, that's really not acceptable. You can take the B out of your account now. 
And then I'll just read you one of your other tweets since, you know, I'll pull it up for you and you can you can see how how inconsistent this is. You know, you you talk, constantly talked about censorship and the woke virus and how people shouldn't be banned. You said in a tweet posted on August. Yeah, we already went over this. We went over this before you joined. If you're afraid you might get fired for speaking your mind, the solution is to speak your mind anyway. If no one is willing to take that risk, nothing is going to change. Yes, and so, I don't know what that has to do with uh, my Jewish heritage or my Christian faith or the, or the firing of Gavin, who is fired oh, for his I, conduct. I'm not criticizing you for being Jewish. I'm Jewish myself, so... That's, you're you're trying to like you know play victim card right now when I simply pointed out the fact that like you said you're a Christian but then I read your post that said you're Jewish so I was just wondering like which one was it? Laura, what, what, guys question? what's going actually, on is anyone else confused yeah let me let me ask this question to go ahead okay so the issue is this I mean it's irrelevant I mean the only reason I brought it to Seth was just so he had a chance to clarify. One, one second. Yeah, we, we really don't um, need to talk about it more. I just simply yeah, yeah, that's not relevant. Laura, Laura, the bit. One second, one second, Laura, one second. We've covered some of those texts you've said. So if you've got something different to essentially ask in terms of, I don't have anything yeah, just else so, to just ask. so she can hear my my response to the inconsistency. Laura, let me respond. I came on, I came on yeah. to defend myself because people said that you shouldn't talk, you shouldn't listen to anything that Laura says. But as far as I'm concerned, like I'm the one that broke the story about your expenditure reports. So. Uh, I broke the story in February. So this isn't really like new information. Like I said, you can, there are several news publications that picked up the fact that, you know, I reported on it and then President Trump even posted it on Truth Social. So I'm, I think that I have a right to comment on this since you were talking about me and said that people shouldn't take anything that I said seriously. Like I'm the one that dug up those expenditure I, I don't want to, so. Okay. Let me, let me respond. Let me respond to a couple of things really quick. So the, the inconsistency was already was already dealt with. This is not a, an issue where someone gave an opinion and I didn't like their opinion, so I fired them. You know, this was this, this is an issue of a, of a repeated pattern of conduct that, um, you know, I don't want somebody who is behaving that way representing my company with our with our with our name in their bio. I don't know what that has to do with my Jewishness or my Christianness or whatever point was trying to be made there, but that's ridiculous as, to, as far as DeSantis goes. Okay, let me let me finish. To, let me finish. Let me finish. Let him finish, Laura. Yeah, Laura, 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 you need to let him finish because then you both talk. Yeah, you're, you're trying to find consi inconsistency where there is none. There's such a thing as a Jewish Christian, okay? You, you deal with it. Um, now, the the other thing, this 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 issue with DeSantis, I was recently at a, uh, I was asked to speak at a press conference for DeSantis. He was announcing his digital bill of rights, and he asked me to speak about um, our experience with censorship, and I gladly did that. Uh, I'm happy to coordinate with my governor. I think he's a great governor. I like DeSantis a lot. I think he does a great job here in Florida. Um, I, I think that most of the attacks that, that are lobbed at him from, from Trump's side are, are, uh, are off base. Um, and I, I have a lot of respect for him. I think he's done a great job here. So I've been, I've been proud to work with him in whatever capacity I've been able to. It's same with Trump. When Trump invited me to Mar-a-Lago, I was honored. It was one of the greatest nights of my life getting to go there and have dinner with him. That was so unbelievably cool. And I proudly posted a picture of it. And I proudly posted that I was with DeSantis. I'm not ashamed to be affiliated with either of them. And I think it's insane that everybody, everybody acts like you're betraying one or the other of them by liking either or the other one of them. It's just absolute madness. You guys are crazy. And I'll make fun of you on the Babylon B for it. <laughs> The inconsistency, though, I was trying to you, you laugh before I was able to ask the, the uh, or finish the question. Um, the issue goes before you said that it was not a, a volume issue of tweets, but because someone was mean spirited. And now you're saying it was because of the volume, but you referred to the past of a pattern of it. So you said before that's not the volume, but now you're saying it was the pattern for it. 
Um, and the other point also was, they were talking about mean-spirited things. No one here is is claiming that you read every single employee tweet and every single employee reply and every single employee retweet and quote tweet or whatever they do. Uh, we're not we're not asserting that, but we what we're talking about though is when we have examples of this that we bring up and show you. That's kind of how we want you to respond. Guys, uh, okay, nobody here cares whether I'm consistent in enforcing our employee rule book. What you guys care about is whether or not somebody you can you can find an excuse to smear somebody as pro DeSantis and tear them down. I've and that's that's ultimately what that's ultimately why everyone's up in a frenzy about this. It's why you've got all these people who are like, oh, I'm with I'm with Gavin. I'm with Gavin. This was a personnel matter. I made the right call. I don't regret that I did it. I'd do it again. Uh, and it was about behavior. It was a recurring pattern of behavior that I didn't like associated with our brand. And that's my decision to make. And that's the end of, that's the, end of the conversation. Like, you guys can have your feelings about it if you want to. We're a satire site. We're going to make fun of everybody. We're going to continue to poke fun at DeSantis. We're going to continue to poke fun at Trump. Uh, if any of them want to pay us for list rentals, great. We'll take it. I'll take twice as much from Trump as I took from DeSantis. But it's not a list rental, Seth. Like, you even told me in the text message that you're a consultant for DeSantis. I have those text messages. You said you could consider us speechwriters for DeSantis. We help him find funny angles. So you're trying to tell people that this is about that this is about list rentals when you actually said that you are a speechwriter for him. So what is it? Are you a speechwriter or are they list rentals? Yeah, so like, we had a we had a we had a non-confidentiality agreement with with and I had an off the record conversation with you that you leaked. Um it where, wasn't it actually was never off the record. I have the entire It was. I asked if you were speaking to me as a journalist or not. So I was trying to determine yeah, if we were yes. on the record or I not. Yes. You did not. I said yes. I, it's in the text, but whatever. Everybody's going to see the truth when I post them later. It's fine. So go on. Uh, you, you, better, you better not post our, our text, Laura. That's unbelievable. I can post them. Being I am being honest. I, I, I think it's wrong for you to have legal list or as a friend who had questions. I, told I asked you, you that as question. A journalist, we're not friends. We're not. Can friends. I say We've I think it's really, really awesome out. though that Seth is at least up here taking these Q and A's. Um, I give him credit yep. for that. You should give your boy Ron some notes because I heard he likes to read from scripts. I think I think trans no, I think no, transparency no, we, we, is good. We, 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 I don't think that anybody should. I should. I, I you know I've gotten plenty of text messages from people. But it's more so about if we have other more serious examples of things I could we look to, and it's, it's about Jan Six, about Ashley Babbitt, and that language. That in itself is a bigger issue than some, you know, a tweet from someone saying "f off." Who's like a again? I don't. I don't think most of the people here are concerned with whether or not I'm being consistent with myself. I mean, really, you guys are, have spent your whole day talking about and when you're worried about whether I'm consistent with myself. No, but Seth, Seth, just just to explain that, because essentially what happens is when people think that maybe you have got some kind of biases against, for Dicentes or Trump. Yeah, that's what it's about. Exactly. Actions. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. And so <laughs> what, what I keep people saying. then do is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but, but, then, but then in order to find out if you've got that bias, then what people do is look at your actions in other contexts. So if your actions in other contexts are not consistent, then it add, just adds to the argument that essentially this is a pro-Desantis anti-Trump action. Do you get what I mean? So that's what the argument is. So essentially, that's why people are trying to understand yeah, why. And I've, and I've, I, I don't know why yeah. we need to have a more detailed discussion other than me saying, no, it wasn't. It's not about DeSantis. It's not about Trump. If, if he had been attacking uh, Trump people from a De DeSantis perspective, it would have been the same outcome.
How is that not an answer that, that is satisfactory to anybody here? Seth, so yeah, can so I ask you a question, though, on that? Like, so are, are, are you, you know, because I think just trying, going a little bit earlier with this whole, I think, because speak your mind, woke virus, et cetera. One, do you feel like you kind of encourage your employees and specifically this Gavin example that that might have been more aggressive because of kind of that culture that you might have permitted? And then two, looking in the future, then what policies as the owner of Babylon B are you going to put in place to ensure that something like this doesn't happen and people accuse you of this of being a political attack rather than trying to maintain at least a Babylon B image and, and some sort of ethical standard? Uh, I think we have ethical standards. I think that's what this was about in the first place. I was enforcing ethical standards. Um, I, as far as what we'll do in the future, I, I do think that we need, uh, you know, we, I, I don't want any of my people to feel muzzled in any way that they can't express themselves, but I do think that there should be conduct that they, that they adhere to if they're going to have the B's name in their bio and they're going to be publicly listed as working for us. And there's certain, certain conduct, conduct standards they, they should adhere to. Um, we are a Christian organization, We're, regardless of whatever Laura Loomer might say, we are. And, uh, and that matters to us. So, and I think it, we have a right for that to matter to us. And so, um, you know, the, the, the suggestion that there are, are people who work for us now or have worked for us in the past who have said bad things, sure. I've said th bad things. I've said things that I regret. Um, this, this was not a one-off situation, though. And, and so it was, and it, it was dealt with in a way that I think uh, it was necessary. Um, so you can, you, can feel about, you can feel about that however you want to. Uh, you know, it's, it has nothing to do with Trump or DeSantis. And that's, that's what all this has been turned into. It's been turned into a, uh, you know, we're, we're disimps. We're on their payroll, you know, and and that's that's what everybody is trying to say. It has not, whatever. It, it doesn't matter if, if, a, if a campaign pays you for a specific task or a specific email rental or whatever it is. That doesn't mean that you're in their pocket. and You're going to do what they say. Nobody from DeSantis team has ever given me an order or implied such or, or ever will give me an order that I will comply with because I'm on their payroll. First of all, we're not on their payroll at all for anything. And uh, and if if any campaign were paying us for any services or list rentals, it would not mean that they have a control of us. That it simply means that we provide the services that they're paying for. And that never includes that never, ever, ever includes us writing jokes that they want us to, to write at someone else's expense on our website. We would never write satire because someone is behind the scenes paying us to write satirical jokes at someone else's expense. Our, our writers write whatever they think is funny. And, and you guys can, can make up whatever fantastical stories in your minds you want to about that. We are a comedy site. We're going to make fun of everybody. You all take this way too seriously. You're all at each other's throats way too much. Chill out a little bit. And this idea, it all comes back to, you know, oh, well, was this because of Santa? Was this because of Santa? Whatever. I mean, guys, if, if, if Gavin had been a, a hardcore DeSantis supporter, and I was publicly out there saying I was I was voting for DeSantis. I wouldn't treat him any differently than I would anybody else. If I was hardcore out there saying I'm voting for Trump and, and DeSantis uh, is the is the is the, is Hitler, like everybody says, or David Duke or whatever, um, it, it would still be the same outcome. It's about behavior. It has nothing to do with the politics. And so I don't know. Everybody's making this into a big thing. Um, this was an, an, an a, a personnel matter. That's it. Um, and you can try to you can try to say that the B is in DeSantis's pocket and make this stuff up. I've I've refuted it. Um, I, I I explicitly deny it. And uh, and so you know there will be a, a time down the road I'm sure when campaigns will spend money with us. But it doesn't mean that we do what they say when it comes to the type of content that we produce. It doesn't even mean that we're voting for them. 
I have people on my team who won't vote for either of the con- of the of the candidates that we're talking about, and that's fine. And I I would like to know from the from the from the uh, the people here who are so worked up about the possibility that we might be might be in DeSantis's pocket. Therefore, we have to be destroyed, and everyone should unfollow us. And I'm done with the Babylon Bee. Why why do you guys think it's it's not okay for someone to support DeSantis? Why is that not okay? Is this not a free country? You guys are trying to come down on me for censorship, but you're trying to coerce everybody to be in lockstep with you and your preferred candidate? You can support whoever you want, but they're it's not. Just, it's dishonest. Well, well said. It's dishonest. We weren't saying to unfollow the DeSantis. They're mad at you for you not have... supporting Trump. Yeah, we weren't saying that. It's just that, dishonest. That, like, everybody, said, like, everybody who's piling on is saying that. No. Uh, you can find a, a trillion yeah. tweets right now. We were trending today because people were saying that. And, and, like, and while we're at it, like, Loomer, like you accused uh, Casey DeSantis of faking her cancer, so like Max, you're not hey, a reliable hey, source. Hey, and hey mean, Max, I, you just accused me of being an international heroin dealer. You fucking moron. no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. It's I'm I said you Twitter worked. Feed. No, I said I, yes, you were an you unregistered just... foreign agent. Guys, guys, look, this is not like some personal beef. The main reason is we brought people up to ask questions specifically about Seth. Seth uh, to Seth, I believe he's answered. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I've answered yeah. a lot of them, guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got I to wrap up because my family's waiting for me to join them for dinner. Um, I, I want to be transparent with you guys. Um, you know, it's it's this is a politics is messy, but I, I hope we can all agree that we love our country and we love our freedom. Um, you know, I've, I'm running my own business the way that I think that I should. Uh, everyone should respect my right to not just run my business the way that I should, but to, to be able to vote for whatever candidate I want to. Um, and it doesn't doesn't mean by saying that that I'm going to vote for DeSantis, and a lot of people will, will uh, interpret it that way. I'm just saying people are free in this country to do what they want, and, and there are so many people in this space right now and so many people on Twitter who don't want anyone to be free to vote for someone else. They want to coerce them and pressure them and penalize them if they so much as hint that they might be supporting somebody else. And, like, it's a big scandal that we've had any relationship with DeSantis. He's my governor. I love him. I've been to the, I've been to the governor's mansion. I've been to events that he's been at. I've been to dinners he's been at. I've sat at tables next to him, fundraising tables. I spent tens of thousands of dollars supporting his campaign. I'm not ashamed of any of that. You're not going to get me to apologize for any of that. And I've supported Trump. All- Sorry, Seth, Seth, continue. And I've supported Trump all the way through. So, um, you know, it's it's just... You guys, this this false dichotomy that you have to be in one camp or the other, and you're the enemy if you're not. I think everybody needs to grow up, be more mature, especially be more spiritually mature, be kinder to other people, and um, and we'll all be better for it. Got to run, guys. Thank you. So Seth, I hey, want to thank you for coming, Seth. I, I, I want to say real quick, yeah, yeah. and I and I think you, we need to give you a lot of credit because essentially you have come on here, you've answered a number of questions, and much of them have been emotive. Some of them have even been personal. You've answered every single question, so I do appreciate it. And look, there's going to be like maybe four, five hundred thousand people listening who will listen to this after playback as well. So I think you should be commended, and more people should do the same thing that you've done. So I do appreciate. I do. I'll give you credit for being full on and answering all questions. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Nick. Though Nick, go ahead. I think you've got you want to you want to uh, move on. Yep, I'll say the same thing. Uh, thank you, Seth. Really appreciate you coming here. I have a lot of respect for for that fact. Um, uh, I want to shift topics just a little bit here. Uh, we'll pivot. We have uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani on stage as well. Uh, uh, he was the former mayor of New York during uh, 9-11. And I, I, I want to ask, you know, so what do you what are you thinking right now? I know you've seen it. It's the, the great Twitter war among Republicans, you know, DeSantis versus Trump. What, what are your overall thoughts on that? 
He might actually not be here. <laughs> He's been waiting for a while. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll text him and, and try to get him back on. But um, uh, Dr. Gorka, everything you just heard right now about the, the Babylon Bee, everything, all the, uh, the questions for Seth, hey. his responses, what are your thoughts? Hey. Um, I'll be quick because I'm just picking up my door at the airport. Uh, I commend Seth. Uh, it's America. It's a private company. Um, even if he's pro-DeSantis, so what? That's his choice. And I have to agree with Suleiman as well that this is, uh, you know, a, a level of transparency you wouldn't get from most CEOs. So I commend him. Maybe there's more to the story, but uh, good for him for coming on on the space. And and look, at the end of the day, you know me. I'm President Trump's former uh, deputy assistant. Uh, I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to rally for him. I'll work for him if he wants me to work for him again. But at the end of the day, uh, this is America. So let's let's just what it, what did Seth say? Just chill a little. Just just dial it back a bit. I have serious problems with DeSantis. I think he's got an honor deficit. But at the end of the day, it's America. And if Seth wants to do that, he gets to do that. Can I respond real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Sure, sure, go ahead. I just think. Um... Like, because everyone knows, like, I'm obviously a Trump supporter. I don't care if people support DeSantis. I don't even care if people support Democrats. Like, I'm, like, American through and through. You vote for whoever you want. I think it's sort of unfair for him to be like, oh, everyone needs to chill. Because in reality, nobody was boycotting the Babylon Bee or thinking about unfollowing them because they supported DeSantis before. Like, we already knew they were sort of leaning more towards DeSantis, but we also followed them. People are talking about unfollowing him because specifically because they believe he targeted one of his employees for his beliefs so it's almost like he's trying to deflect and be like oh no don't boycott babylon b because of my you know because you think we're DeSantis. it's like no that's not why people are boycotting people are talking about boycotting because they think you're punishing people for their beliefs so i just wanted to set the record a little straight there i do give him so much credit though for being up here taking those questions. Some people in my DMs say he just doesn't want to get Bud Lighted and is doing some damage control. I don't know. Either way, I give him credit. Um, I don't think we'd see that sort of live Q&A hot seat type stuff from DeSantis. So maybe he can pass the word along and give him a little, a few notes. I will say, though, because, um, you know, points are being made in there. You know, I, I do, you know, uh, respect that he did have the guts to, you know, not be scripted and, you know, appear on a space and talk with all of us. Um, but the, the issue the issue still kind of stands, though, um, in terms of, you know, more about questions like how how many times did he talk to Gavin about this? He said it was a pattern. Um, and if, if this will be, uh, if any more enforcement will be happening with other employees who've tweeted out things like that, they don't give an F about Ashley Babbitt's death and other, um, some other things that were a bit more, uh, even worse than that too. So it's a matter of whether that happens or not, but I do commend him for, um, standing up in the space, but, um, those questions are still a bit unanswered, but, um, uh, maybe I've Gavin up here. That'd be cool. Did um uh, did you guys message him already? I can try messaging. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we have also, several. I, just, I would so like far. to just read the post, by the way, just because you know uh, there were a lot of the there was a lot of deflecting in his comments when I was bringing up um you know all of those different points. But this is the post that President Trump posted on Truth Social. He said, "Why is Ron DeSanctimonious paying the Babylon Bee, a non-entity, five thousand dollars a month?" So far, 21500 if he's not running for president. 
just because his poll numbers are tanking, pro probably because of his desire to cut Social Security and Medicare, doesn't allow him to campaign without an announcement. You don't spend that much money on the Babylon Bee if you're running for governor. In fact, you don't spend that much money on the Babylon Bee if you're running for anything. So, um, you know, I think it's I think it's very disingenuous to say, oh, well, you know, we're not we're not, um, you know, uh, doing anything other than list rentals for any candidate. I have an email list. OK, and I'll just tell you right now, you know, they don't come in payments of twenty one thousand dollars. And I've rented my list to lots of people. OK, lots of members of Congress, lots of conservative uh, pundits. And there's never a singular list rental payment for $21,000. That's not how it works. And like I said, I have the text messages where he admits to me and you're going to see for yourself when they're, they've already been posted. They were posted when I broke the story in February that he says you could consider us speech writing um, consultants for DeSantis. We write speeches for him. So how are you a satire site if you're writing speeches for a politician who's running a shadow campaign against President Trump? Like, let's not be naive. So, you know, he so, says so oh, me... we're friends. He says we're friends. Like, we're not friends. Like, I know a lot of people in conservative media where that means we're an acquaintance. It doesn't mean we're friends that, that hang out together and, you know, we don't have brunch and do things that friends do together. Uh, just because I know who you are and I have your number in my phone doesn't mean I consider you to be a friend. Yeah. So I wanted to go ahead and bring up, I brought up GOP Josh here who has, you know, publicly... Uh, very publicly over the past several days, been sparring with, uh, uh, I believe, uh, one of DeSantis' senior advisors. Uh, and, and this kind of ties in with the Babylon Bee situation, because this has been, this war has been, uh, it gets more intense every day. I want your overall opinion on this, you know, how it's going, uh, and, you know, uh, your encounter with uh, the uh, DeSantis campaign. Well, thank you for having me. Can you hear me all right? I've never done a space before. Um, not in, not trans moving. All yes, right. sir. Go ahead. Very cool. So thank you for having me. To introduce myself, my name is GOP Josh. I host a podcast. I'm 16 years old, not on a payroll. I am just an activist for President Trump. I support his campaign. And I made a tweet to Christina Pushaw about her operations that she's had done, you know, that sort of thing going on with her, uh, with her face, you know. And uh, she didn't like it. She, she kind of responded. She, she asked what my mom thinks about what I'm doing on Twitter. And I responded asking if her boss, Ron DeSantis, knows about her foreign agent connections and the way she worked for the, for the president of Georgia and Ukrainian officials and her loyalty to Ukraine. And so, and I kind of think, I, I hope I'm not. I feel like I'm part of the reason. Oh, well, let's, oh hold on. Before you keep going on that, Josh, let me let me ask you what 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 are you what do you mean by that? You're talking about her connections to Ukraine. Uh, did you call her a foreign national? Or... I said national instead of agent. I was I was walking and typing, and I put the wrong word. I I don't think it's that major of a deal. Everyone understood the point of the tweet. Everyone understood what I was saying, and everyone understood the context behind it. And I provided the photo of her with the big Ukraine banner saying "Stand with Ukraine" or whatever, or "Never give up." I think it said with her boss's face on it. And she responded back with po photos from 2012 of her boss with Donald Trump when they were doing a big thing with Trump Tower. And I don't think the, the connections between business and actually working for the guy are the same. That's just my opinion there. Um, but, th but that was the whole Ukraine thing. And I said national instead of agent, and I can't edit replies, obviously. And I said the wrong word, and I tweeted it out, and it was a little late once I realized. Um, but, you know, 
that's a big thing there. But I, I feel like, I hope I'm not the reason Gavin got fired from the Babylon Bee, but obviously doesn't seem like a great situation there, period. Um, but, you know, that, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. You know, Christina Pushaw, I, I kind of got her in the news. I don't think she's in there much anyways, but, you know, I, I love the, I, I get the, the, the Google alert for my name. I think most people in here probably do. And it just popped up. Christina Pushaw gets argument with 16-year-old. And I'm like, all right, very cool. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on on that regard. But thank you for having me up and, and allow me to speak. And just guys, before we go, go on to somebody, um, any comments you've got, put them on the bottom right. Do you think that Seth gave a good enough answer for, for in terms of the questions that he received and the answers he gave? Or do you think that he did not cover the situation well enough and there was deflection? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So bottom right hand side, put the comments in. Also, if you subscribe to Mario, we, as you can see, it's been a mammoth now, four or five spaces in a row. Um, and we will be doing some exclusive subscriber-only spaces. So go to Mario's page, hit the subscribe button. It's only a dollar, which all that money, as far as I know, is going to be donated to charity. Uh, so it's more about getting the subscribers and having a subscriber-only exclusive space, space with exclusive guests. Um, so, Alex, you got your hand up. I'd like to hear your thoughts before we can get uh, Mayor Giuliani back on. Yep, yep. He's yeah. uh, he's trying to connect. He wasn't able to connect, so he's you know I'm working with him in the background. Go ahead, Alex. Well, I like to uh, applaud uh, GOP Josh for how he's handled all of this. He's 16 years old and he's taken some heat from uh, some really bizarre people. And what I was trying to say earlier with Seth is that the DeSantis team had a meeting in January of 2022 with a bunch of these different conservative influencers in the governor's mansion. And every single one of those conservative influencers since then has regurgitated anti-Trump talking points, talked about why it's time to, to do this or do that. And they're very nasty for about a year and a half towards Trump. And Trump supporters, including myself, didn't start pushing back on the, their lies until about seven months ago. And it became incredibly testy, incredibly toxic. And the DeSantis people are some of the most vicious and nasty people we've ever dealt with. I, so today, I think GOP Josh struck a nerve with uh, the foreign agent uh, angle because they went on this tangent about all of these foreign connections to Trump's allies. And they included a picture of me from when I was 20 years old shaking hands with some random guy in the Trump hotel lobby. Keep in mind, 20 years old. And John Cardillo, who is on the payroll of Team DeSantis, he said, quote, Alex Bruzowitz worked for a, a heroin trafficker. And Christina Pushaw engaged with that. And Team DeSantis engaged with that. And Pedro Gonzalez engaged with that. They're pushing this lie that because I took a picture with somebody, I am involved in some international drug rip. And that's the type of crap that these people have been doing for, for many months and they they will attack literally anybody if they don't bow down and shut their mouths if they support President Trump. And, and they so, and they lie and they lie people. and they lie. So going off of what Alex just said, because I think it's very important for the sake of transparency. Um, Seth on this space said that the last payment that he received uh, from Rhonda Santos was for list rentals um, in 2021. That's a lie. Uh, so according to receipts that I have, you know, discovered, and I'll be writing an article about this and posting this, the Ron DeSantis PAC 
uh, changed its name recently to the Empowered Parents Pack. And according to financial expenditure reports on the FEC, Seth Dillon received a $40,000 payment from the Empowered Parents Pack, which is basically the, Ron, the Friends of Ron DeSantis Pack. They just changed their name to hide the fact that it's DeSantis because I'm sure if we go through the FEC, we'll see other payments uh, like this to other influencers. And the payment was on October 13th, 2022, which was less than a month before uh, the election uh, for Ron DeSantis's um, gubernatorial uh, race. So at that time, he already knew that he was running for president because uh, as has been reported and as I know from my own conversations with donors who are on the DeSantis finance team, uh, discussions to run Ron DeSantis for president have been taking place since uh, 2021. Um, in fact, um, I know a donor in Palm Beach who was personally approached to join his finance team for his 2024 run in 2021. So um, I just think that if you're going to you know, sweet talk people and say that, oh, well, we're a satire site and, you know, we're not in the pockets of any politician. Well, what is he getting paid $40,000 for from the DeSantis PAC a month before um, his gubernatorial election? Uh, knowing, because like I said, on election night, they were chanting two more years. So if you watch the videos, uh, his supporters were in the room chanting two more years as in, you know, run for president in 2024. That's what it means when you read between the lines. So we just have to be honest here. Why did Ron DeSantis's pack change its name to the Empowered Parents Pack? <laughs> Why are they taking the name DeSantis out? You change a name of something when you're trying to conceal uh, who that is tied to. And, you know, for some people, like maybe, I don't know, like maybe they're gullible. Maybe they're going to believe this stuff, but I don't. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, be talked down to because I'm a lot smarter than that. And I think that all of you are a lot smarter than that and you deserve the facts and you deserve the truth. So I have these expenditure reports. There are many news reports that have been published uh, for all of you to see so that you can see yourself um, that um, here, it was even reported by Politico uh, this month. Friends of Ron DeSantis is no more. So they did it this month. This month on the 18th of May is when they changed the name of the Friends of Ron DeSantis Pack to the Empowered Parents Pack. And I guarantee you it's because if you type in Empowered Parents Pack, because that's now what it reflects in the FEC, you'll see that a ton of these social media influencers received very large payments from the Ron DeSantis Pack. So he wasn't honest because if we're going to play back the recording of the space later, he said the last payment was 2021. The last payment was... October of 2022. Um, so I have um, sent an invite to Ashley St. Clair as well, because I, I believe someone mentioned her text messages as well, and they felt like hers were as bad as, if not worse than Max's. So yeah, um, we are inviting every single person who was involved in this situation just to give them an opportunity to express things from their perspective. That's um, fine. Can you actually acknowledge what I just said? Because, I mean, you said that you care about transparency, but then, you know, you just... He literally just lied in your entire space. He said he said that the last payment was 2021. So it's nice that you want to change the subject and all, but like, can we actually, you know, engage with what I just said? No, no. I, I mean, I wasn't trying to engage the subject. I just invited her while you were talking. But essentially, yeah, if you can post that, then we'll put it on the nest and the people can actually see it when they see the space as well. How but do yeah, I, if, can I send it? Can I send it to you? And then, or yeah, do yeah. I? You, you can send it to me and, I, and I'll post it. How do you post in the nest though? That's something I've always been kind of wondering. And I seem to be struggling with. Yeah, you just yeah. 
I mean, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let somebody else explain that. But essentially, you just post it, and then there's a button on the which is normally the share button, and then you can send it to the nest. But no problem. If you send it to me, I'll post it. So, um, right. just, um, I mean, Chief, just, I just, sorry, go ahead. Nick. Be, uh, before, before, well, before you go to, to Chief's fight, man, I just want to recommend. Uh, I am actively going through the questions right now, the ones that you're putting in the bottom right hand corner. We have some some great panelists up here. Um, you know, some some controversial panelists. Uh, you know. <laughs> It seem, that seems to be, you know, some of the feedback, maybe some hard-hitting panelists. So we're going to go through those questions. Um, and, you know, so jump in. Or actually, Chief, I guess. We'll just go ahead and yield to him. Yep. Oh, and I just want to clarify. I want to clarify one thing, too, because I'm reading this, and it looks like the numbers are inverted somehow. Let me go back. I'm going to send this to you so you can see it. The payments are in March of 2022, and there's donations of $40,000. So I wanted to clarify that because – his last last payment was March of 2022, and the donation was in October of 2022. But either way, like I said, um, it's still like contrary to what he said in 2021. So I'll send it so that you can see that. But I just wanted to correct the numbers because it's the inverse. But um, you know, it's important that that um, people like look at these FEC reports and you know look at the way uh, money is being. Um, you know, concealed. And I would ask the Ron DeSantis campaign, like, why would they change the name of the pack to the Empowered Pre uh, Empowered Parents Pack? Uh, what is it like? He announced on the twenty fourth, so what, like a week, literally one week before his presidential announcement, they changed the name of the pack. To me, that just signals that they're trying to hide things. I was I was going to say that. Okay. So, but Chief, Chief, one second. So, uh, Laura, once Laura sends me that, I put it on the nest and then everyone can see it and then i will bring it up on space once 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 you've sent it to me chief go ahead yeah i was saying you can also reply to the um the actual space itself on the bottom right of your phone with the tweet and then you can go and click the arrow button and you should be able to select the space but the questions that, that i still kind of i think were unanswered and i hope that uh hopefully it does get to this these answers though um was it a pattern issue or a spirited tweet issue because if you look back at the recording of the space you'll see at one point he said it was a uh not a volume issue of tweets but because this the tweets were mean-spirited but then he continued later on to say that it was a pattern of this so there is a direct kind of contradiction in there and if that was true at what point did he did he pull him aside at some point and uh, try to explain this privately to him months ago if, if it was indeed a pattern? Um, also, there were other employees who were still there who were saying things about how, uh, you know, they don't give an F about Ashley Babbitt's death. And I think that's egregious and very mean-spirited at the bare minimum. Um, and there, that's definitely an issue of mine. And then, of course, the terms of what Laura's talking about, um, who who um, who in Babylon B aside from Seth Dillon may be getting money from this or looking or a part of the whole pack? Um, is it a culture thing there where there's a work culture of people who get money from the Santa's crew? How does that whole thing go? So there is a lot of unknown questions, and he did address some of them, but I don't think he fully explained the um, all the missing um, parts of the story yet. But he did come on here, but I think he kind of didn't answer anything to the entirety. So I think it's kind of, uh, at least these are the questions that I had that weren't really answered. Yeah, I, I think you make a really good point about the whole mean-spirited, um, the whole mean-spirited uh, comment, because, 
that's one of the tactics that's being used right by the DeSantis team is they say, well, these Trump supporters are just so mean and vicious. And look at how mean they are in their attacks against DeSantis and all of his staffers. But then you pull up their tweets and they're literally celebrating the death of Ashley Babbitt. And from my understanding, you know, this is I wrote an entire substack about this, how Ron DeSantis has you know, advocated for the J6ers to be locked up and prosecuted and has cooperated with the FBI and allowed for Capitol Police to have a station in the state of Florida. And then his press secretary was promoted even after making the comments. And I just posted that screenshot on my Twitter about an hour ago, um, again, after posting it months ago. His name's Jeremy Redfern. And when Ashley Babbitt uh, was shot and killed, he said, I hope President Trump is impeached. And then someone was talking about how, you know, Ashley was climbing through the window and Jeremy Redfern, who is DeSantis's press secretary, said how to fuck around and find out 101. Basically, in other words, saying that she deserved it. Right. So um, I just think that that's very telling that, you know, the governor is willing to keep somebody on his staff to represent him. This is the guy who's responsible for doing the communications for the governor. He's his press secretary. And he thinks it's acceptable to celebrate the murder of Ashley Babbitt. I mean, President Trump has said that Ashley Babbitt was murdered. And then you have Governor DeSantis, who's giving promotions to people who are mocking her assassination. So the, it's a primary. It's going to get vicious. We're not going to sit here and just be nice to Governor DeSantis and his staff. Uh, that's what happens in primaries. It's it's often vicious. But um it's important for the base to know Laura, like, what, Laura, they're, what they're dealing question, with. Just a question on that. Do you think it's possible that both sides will become so vicious that essentially they take themselves out from a credibility perspective in terms of the actual, gender, actual presidential election against the Democrats? No, I don't think so. Because, you know, the difference is, is the DeSantis people are posting things that... These are people who all supported, right? They supported President Trump, or so they say. And then they have made statements contrary to their attacks on President Trump now. So you can look at their screenshots from a year ago, and they were praising Trump's foreign policy. And then now they're saying that he had terrible foreign policy. You can look at their screenshots from a year ago, and they're praising his stance on immigration. And now they're saying that he's pro-amnesty. <laughs> uh, but um, also, also I given say, given uh, DeSantis' poll numbers, I don't think that DeSantis' social media team really has much of an effect on the uh, opinions of the American people. So uh, yeah. I don't really care if, if they're going to sit on the sidelines and boohoo to their eco chambers on Twitter, they reach the same few thousand people each day. They're not changing any hearts. They're not changing any minds. They just make asses of themselves each and every day on Twitter. And they cry like babies when they get hit. That. Alex, so. Alex, let me ask you the same question because uh, it's the same question I asked Laura, but let me add to it. That is it possible that basically on the Republican side, both sides take each other out from a credibility perspective? We know from the Democrat side, they're not going to have a fair at primary, they're going to take out RFK and Biden's going to be the anointed one as they've done in the past. So essentially, is that risk there? Alex? No, I, I don't think so, because we're not dealing with people who had any credibility to begin with. We're dealing with people exactly. like Bill Mitchell, John Cardillo, Dave Reboy. Nobody in the real world knows who these people are. No, they, they've never had any credibility. They're all middle-aged, childless freak shows who live in South Florida and jerk each other off for a living. Like, <laughs> they never had any credibility to begin with. And so I'm not concerned about that at all. And again, 
if their opinion mattered, if people actually cared about what they had to say, DeSantis would be doing very well in the polls because these people spend all day, every day for a year and a half simping for the guy. And when they tweet things, he just goes further down in the polls. And they also yeah. lose a ton of followers when Alex, they tweet anti-DeSantis or anti-Trump uh, things. Alex, they lose I followers. I think because I remember asking this to Lauren in the previous space, and I don't know if you had a chance to also answer this specific question, but if, let's say, just in a pretend world where DeSantis becomes the Republican nominee for the presidential election in 2024, would you vote for DeSantis or would you write in Donald Trump as president for in your I'm when writing, you I would write in Donald Trump. Well, 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 well here's, here's the thing, and I appreciate that question. I think George W. Bush was one of the worst presidents in modern American history. Uh, and he is responsible for a ton of the damage that that we still deal with today in our country. And Donald Trump attracted tens of millions of different, uh, a lot of Democrat voters to the Republican Party because of his message. Uh, but there isn't much uh, of a difference between a, a uniparty and a, a Bush Republican and a Democrat. And so uh, I can't say for certain, uh, but. You know, I, I'm very confident that President Trump will be the nominee. I think that's a, the best thing for our country. And guys, we are bringing on, we are getting, trying to get dissenters people. Normally we have a balanced panel. Um, I don't know what's happened today. I don't know if it's Laura or what, but a lot of people not turning up. So don't worry. <laughs> uh, so we are, we are getting why would it, people. But why would, it, why would it be me? What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say they probably fee you, isn't it? But um I mean, maybe, but that's the thing. Like, that just goes to a lot of what you said, because you shouldn't fear somebody if you're speaking the truth. And that's why I feel so confident to speak, because I know that I'm I'm being truthful in my defense of President Trump, the greatest president we've ever had in this country. And, you know, to be a DeSantis supporter is to be disingenuous inherently, because to support a guy who owes his entire political career uh, to President Donald Trump means that you don't you don't have uh, like a genuine or loyal bone in your body. And so that's the problem here, right? That's why it's gotten so vicious. Because as Alex said, <laughs> these people don't have any credibility to run on. I mean, go. I, I, I participated in the recount, okay? And, you know, before Rush Limbaugh passed away, you know, he had said that my investigation in Broward County uncovering a box of ballots in the back of a rental car uh, that traced back to Brenda Snipes helped save the recount, okay? And if it wasn't for uh, that discovery that put more heat on Brenda Snipes, Andrew Gillum could have potentially been the governor. And so he barely won. It was by 32,000 votes. And it wasn't until President Trump threatened to have the DOJ come in and investigate the, the fraud in Palm Beach and Broward County uh, that, um, that Ron DeSantis was, was looking at losing his election. Uh, we already have seen how how poor he was performing in the polls uh, against Adam Putnam and President Donald Trump uh, went against all of his advisors, uh, all of his advisors wishes. And he endorsed uh, Ron DeSantis anyway. And, you know, even Ron DeSantis himself has publicly said that he wouldn't be governor if it wasn't for President Trump. But now all of a sudden he wants to pretend like the president he owes his entire political career to um, is is you know, some kind of like leftist. And you see what DeSantis's campaign team is pushing out. They're saying that Donald Trump uh, has lost his mind. They're saying that Donald Trump is mentally ill and that he is using Democrat talking points. They're saying that he's amnesty Don. I mean, the, the, the lies that are coming out of the DeSantis camp, I would say 
I would never be able to vote for Ron DeSantis if he were the nominee, because to me, DeSantis supporters are worse than Democrats. And I'll even go as far as saying that as a congressional candidate, I raised $3 million when I ran as an America First candidate. And I won't stop short of raising another $3 million to run an anti-DeSantis general election campaign if he is the nominee. I will be writing Donald Trump in black Sharpie across my ballot if so, Donald Trump is not the nominee for the general election. He's the only person I will be voting for. So, guys, Laura has sent me the images. I have pinned them up, the, up to the top so you all can see them. What the, she sent shows is that Babylon B received one and a half thousand dollars on the 8th of March and then five thousand dollars. 2022, contrary to what Seth said. 2022, yeah. And then the 23rd of March, 2022, Babylon B received $5,000. And then the second image shows, is it Seth himself? It's a, if, Yeah, Seth. So I, I, I had said it was a, it was a payment, but it's, it's a donation. So I was looking on the other side. So the 1500 and the, the 1500 is the payment. And then there was more, there's the 21,000 where he said on the, on the space earlier that uh, the last payment was in 2021. Well, clearly that's not true because you just read um, the receipt I just showed you. And then the payment was to the DeSantis PAC, which has since been changed to the Empowered Parent Parents PAC. I guess that's a donation from Seth Dillon for $40,000 um, less than a month before the election. So, um, you know, he said he gave money to DeSantis. He said that the last payment he received from DeSantis was in 2021. That's not true. And those documents that I just sent you prove that. Yeah, so anyone can see that. That's pinned up so that they can see that. And I've just read it out as well. So um, in terms of... Um... In terms of, um, let me just bring some more people up. Hey, can, hey Suleiman, um, can I respond earlier when, like, about your? Yeah, yeah, call that. It's Suleiman, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Su Suleiman, is that who say it? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, like, in terms of, you know, once the primary is over, whether or not people are going to be able to get behind Trump, and and I believe obviously Trump's going to be the nominee because his base is so loyal. But I actually almost think it's a good thing that the DeSantis people are going so crazy, right? Like throw every arrow you have in your box because at the end of the day, the strongest man is going to be standing in the end. And I fully believe that's going to be President Trump. And I think once we get past the primary, all of this sort of like infighting within the Republicans is going to go away anyway because at the end of the day, the question then is going to be, do you want open borders or closed borders? Do you want wars? Do you want your money going to Ukraine? Do you want, you know, double the cost of groceries at the store? Do you want energy independence? And that's what people are going to be thinking about. They're not going to be thinking about, you know, what DeSantis people and Trump people said to each other on Twitter, right? Like, so I really don't think after the primary, any of this stuff is really going to matter. And I just think that, you know, everything going on right now with this this Trump DeSantis war and there's other people that could be putting their hat in the ring. I heard my governor Chris Sununu might be putting his hat in the ring. The more the merrier like everyone should really duke it out so that when we finally have our nominee it's truly the best that we have to offer which I believe is going to be President Trump. Uh, Laura you know I've just removed that tweet if you I know it's from a public site but if you could remove Seth's address and then I'll repost it just just so we don't have any kind of blowback I know it's from a public uh, address but 
just to keep just to make sure that we don't have that situation. Oh, sorry. I figured you would do that. Yeah. I mean, I was just sending it to you so that you could see it. I haven't posted it yet. But that yeah, yeah, I deleted it. I, I didn't so know. I'm not, I'm not I'm not doxing anybody. Those are all like public records. So. Yeah, yeah. I know the public records. I'm, I'm, I'm that sending clear. you privately. I am I curious to, to see those, those text that. messages, Laura. Are you really going to post them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've already been posted. They were posted on my Twitter account in February and, you know, I'm just telling you, it wasn't like, oh, this is an off the record conversation. I respect that. If it, he had said it was off the record. He had said, um, I want you to correct your tweet. And I said, well, what exactly do you not like find accurate with my tweet? And then you can see in the entire text thread, we're going back and forth. And I said, how's this? Right. And we came to an agreeable position because he wanted me to delete my post that showed the expenditures altogether. And I said, I'm not going to do that. So I'm happy to like get a statement from you and I want to know like what exactly the payments were for. And he, I'll just read them right now. The text messages. Um, it said, hold on a second. Why is DeSantis paying Babylon B? Seth said, you could consider us speech writing consultants. We help him find funny angles on Democrats. We don't attack Trump for him. That's silly and false. They've never even suggested that we write anything about Trump. And then I sent him a screen grab of their article that said Trump attacks DeSantis for failing to fire Dr. Fauci, rushing untested vaccine. And in this article at the very bottom, it's it's like they say it's satire, but they used a quote from Christina Pushaw that I guess they made up. But it's interesting that, you know, this this whole conversation in space was created because of like. Pusha's interaction with Gavin Wax. And at the very end of this quote unquote satire article, um, like there's a quote from Pusha where it says something like, oh, well, I guess Biden's um, dementia is contagious in DC. Basically saying like, oh, Trump has dementia, okay? And when I sent that to Seth and I said, you say that you're not um, attacking Trump, he said, oh, that's funny, Trump deserves it. Trump deserves it. I mean, that's like a very emotionally charged statement to say, like, Trump deserves it, right? So he admitted in these messages, and I don't care, like, I'll send them to you. I've already posted them. I'm not trying to be malicious. I'm just trying to get the truth out there because there's a lot of people out there that want to claim that they're Trump supporters, but they're really for Team DeSantis. And look, it's a primary. Like, I'm not telling Seth he can't vote for DeSantis. If he wants to vote for DeSantis, fine. I'm voting for Trump but at least be honest about it. And I said the same thing about Elon Musk. Like, I'm grateful I got my account back, but like for Elon Musk to say he's impartial and then say things like, oh yeah, well, DeSantis had fundraising records and it's not true. Like Elon Musk literally got fact-checked by the site he owns because they kept on saying that DeSantis broke fundraising records by raising $8.5 million and the fundraising record goes to Donald Trump. Didn't so, the Babylon B, though, didn't actually say so player guys, like me One second, one second Heather, 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 let me bring in Bunchy. Bunchy, um, I believe that you're pro-DeSantis. Uh, what's your thoughts on basically the conversation that's happened now? And essentially, in terms of the whole Seth Dillon situation with the Babylon Bee. Well, I think it's a private company and he had every right to do what he did. I mean, I, I think I think he's absolutely right that everybody in this space, if it was a DeSantis supporter he fired, would not care. They wouldn't be tweeting about it. They wouldn't be saying anything about it. And I understand you're friends with Gavin, many of you guys. And I, now I'll just say personally, I would not have done it publicly. I think that's the wrong way to do it. I wouldn't have done it if I was his boss. I would have called him and I would have said, hey, we need to calm this down a bit. You're getting a little too out of control. 
you know, and, and I think everybody in this space, if you if you have a little humility, you say you've, you've done the same thing. Like, you know, everybody's gotten out of control. They've overreacted. They've lashed out. They've tweeted something they shouldn't have. Uh, but I think I think the stuff that Laura's saying, like we're taking her word for it. I mean, I, but her record's not the best. So I, I don't know why we're going to sit here and, and hear about, you know, these payments and that payment. She admits she doesn't know what the payments are for and yada, yada, yada. And now we're like getting deep into the weeds of just slandering the Babylon Bee when that's not even what the original topic was about. So uh, that's my thoughts on it. I think Seth is a, is a private businessman who made a decision that he felt like he I needed never to said, make. I never said that I admitted I didn't know what the, the payments were for. I just read you text messages. So again, another lie. I just what read the, you messages yeah. where he said that they were for speech writing services. So oh, which again, passion? Which payment? I'm being honest uh, here. I have screenshots to prove which it. payment? You're saying a lot of things, the but you're a terrible the liar. The so $21,000 payment. I'm not a habitual liar. I know that DeSantis supporters love accusing Trump supporters of being liars because you guys are liars and you don't have integrity. But listen, the, the, okay. screenshots, okay. the screenshots prove right. what I hey, said. Hey, Laura's been talking for, what, 30 minutes now? Can I finish what I'm saying? Please? Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> talked now, and she's proving my point. So can we just have her go away? Wait, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna no, talk, I mean, you, you, you're gonna get called out for it. I'm sending him the screenshots now, so you can just shut the hey, hell Bonchi. up. Agreed. Bonchi's a Bonchi's a nasty guy. He hides behind an anon. He, he's vicious. At least Laura puts her face uh, out there and her name out there. And and Bonchi, you're you're really a nasty guy. You're complaining about Christina Pusha uh, being criticized for her appearance. And believe me, there's a lot of material there to work with. A lot of Botox to work with. And then you were posting pictures of GOP Josh's face. He's 16 years old. And this is the first time hearing you speak, and you're, it sounds like you're a grown man. And so you were cyberbullying a young man, and now you're in here crying about people's behavior. So, so Banji, I think you have a lot of issues, and uh, and you're probably the worst is out there. Twenty to one MAGA supporters, and that's great. Like I, I, I voted for Trump twice. I have no problem talking to you guys, but you're going to have to let me speak instead of three. You jumping on at one time. So I'll address that. Absolutely. What Josh did, and first of all, I didn't know how old he was. I don't care how old he is. If you come on Twitter and you make a disparaging, vicious comment about a woman saying that her face is so full of Botox that it doesn't move, the idea that it's improper. Banshee, Banshee, that's Let a me fact. finish what I'm saying. I never said that, to be clear. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> what did you say? Give, give the exact quote, Josh. Exact quote. I'll give put it. it up so it'll stay and you can read it. I'll put it up on the space. Great. Give the exact it. quote. But is that a fact, Bunch? So, guys, guys, one second, speak? One, one second, one second, one second. Seth is back. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into these. I'm not going to get into these. What? One second, bro. Seth is back. Oh, he dropped again. Oh, I'll go ahead now, Bunchy. I was going to bring Seth yeah. back in. Ask, ask. And, and look, let me just finish no, this. Because I know nobody cares about this. This is a little. No, no, Bunchy, Bunchy, Bunchy. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going straight to you. What yeah. I was saying was, I just finish your point because Seth is back, so I do want some of the things. Absolutely, that yeah, I, absolutely. So, He's way so, more important to me. I get it. Look, yeah, the, yeah. Point so, is ahead, the point is this: Christina Pushaw did nothing to GOP Josh. He lashed out talking about her physical appearance, and I posted his picture that's on his profile, and I said, "This is the person who's talking about somebody else's appearance." That was I'd have to go look up the exact quote, but that was what I was saying. Now, Alex cropped out quote, the tweet, tweet, tweet that, that I was, that I was quoting. 
you cropped it out so that people couldn't see I was responding to someone. And here's the, here's my point. Just hey, Banchi, just you, like when you crop out the dates of the payments from Save America Pack, you're one of the biggest spreaders of the propaganda that I was paid thirty five thousand dollars to attack uh, Desantis. And you find, know a that's tweet, a lie. find find a tweet where you, I you said cro- you, crop out, you crop out the dates. No, I think I you're confusing me with somebody else. I've never even called you the thirty five thousand dollar man. So I mean, I, I Dave and Max, other people have made that joke about you. I don't even call you that. In fact, every time I respond to you, it's something where you're you're lying or you how many posts have you deleted in the past week where you've said something false and then so you realize do it's false. All right, guys, so, guys. No, I do that. I do no, that let me finish you. my point about the No, guys, you guys are just basically it's about a personal thing and I'm not really bothered about it. It's boring. <laughs> so let me go to um Seth. Seth, thanks for coming back. Laura has sent us some oh, well, any any thoughts you've got initially, but in addition to that, Laura has sent some payments that were made by yourself to um DeSantis's team at uh, DeSantis's pack so and I, I sent like- you the I also sent you the screenshots right now so you can see everything I'm saying is true because I take great offense to being called a liar and I'm really tired of people saying that I'm like crazy and that I'm a conspiracy theorist and you know that's what the left did to me for five years when they deplatformed me and banned me everywhere for posting and breaking the story about Omar marrying her brother and being an anti-semite like it's really disgusting how they use these leftist talking points to try to like say that, oh, she's like mentally ill or unstable or she's unwell or, you know, she's a conspiracy theorist. Everything that I've said has turned out to be true. I always provide documentation to back up what I'm saying. So it's just really, it's really disgusting. So Lord, let me go to Seth. Uh, Seth, go ahead, bro. Can I say that real quickly? Just... No, one second, Chief. Chief, let Seth go. Chief, go ahead. Uh, sorry, Seth, go yeah, ahead. Uh, what am I responding to? I'm not sure what I've missed. All right, course, yeah. So what you missed was, um, since you've been gone, Laura has provided uh, images and evidences of two things. The first thing is payments from Babylon, uh, sorry, payments to Babylon B, um, which went up to 2022. And the second thing was, is your done. And so the final payment, one payment was on the 8th of March, 2022 Mm -hmm. of $1,500. The second one was 23rd of March, 2022, which is $5,000. And then your personal donations, uh, one of which is two hundred and fifty pound on the um, in twenty twenty one, and the second one on twenty twenty two on the thirteenth of October, which was forty thousand dollars. So I believe that you, uh, uh, so that was the first thing, and then I'll go on to the other messages uh, afterwards. But I believe you said previously that the last time you uh, there was any kind of uh, donation or any type of money received by, by Babylon B was on the on twenty twenty one. No, um, I said that the screenshot that everybody's sharing crops off the dates. That screenshot uh, was of payments from 2021, uh, I believe, for list rentals. Um, that's that's what I said earlier. Um, yeah. So, so I guess so, so I, I'm. You know, there's all of this. The questions about payments that we receive or or, or what they're for. Um, you know, we're not always at liberty to disclose things like that. A lot of uh, business relationships have contractual agreements that restrict what you can say about that. I had made comments to uh, Laura in more detail that I believed were off the record. Um, she didn't honor that. Um, and I guess, you know, she she claims that she said that she never uh, it um, was, was uh, com- I guess, consenting to going off the record. 
Um, it was just so all over text. Perhaps, we didn't have a verbal conversation. It was text yeah, and I, I wanted to, before to, I spoke to you, I wanted to make sure that it was off the record because I wasn't at liberty to. But it I doesn't say in the text messages off the record. You just you, you okay. never said you, off you, the record. You can get you can get really specific but, but, but into the semantics. Obviously, I was concerned about what I was saying to you as if you were talking to me as a journalist or not. So it you know it, that's that's it's very frustrating that you're now sharing the information that was shared with you privately publicly. I'm, I'm not ashamed of the of, of these things. A lot of these things are. Are protected by agreements where there's non-confidentiality. Uh, you're not allowed to speak about them publicly. Um, I can say definitively and factually and deny categorically that we have ever been paid to attack Trump on behalf of DeSantis or any, any affiliate of DeSantis, any PAC. We are a satire site. We make jokes. That's what we do. We don't, we're not in anybody's pocket. We don't choose sides. We'll, we'll, we, will, we will run email campaigns for anybody. We will, uh, we will consult and do speech writing for anybody who wants to punch up jokes in their speeches, but we do not pay, we are not paid to be shills for one candidate or another and promote them on our website or attack other people at their behest. And those are disgusting lies. You know, you talk about, you, you, don't, like, you don't like being lied about, but implying that and getting everybody to believe that is really wrong. I think it's really wrong. You know, it's, it's, we, we are not in, in political games here where we're, we're getting involved in politics. We are a comedy site. And we take things very lightly and make fun of everybody, including DeSantis. Look at the jokes we've just made about DeSantis. And we are receiving no current payments from him. We are not on his payroll. We don't want to be involved in at all during the primaries now that he's announced that he's running. We don't want to be uh, even to even have the perception that we're involved with either campaign. Um, so we're not doing any work or any list rentals during Can that time. Can you bring time. me I think it's the same, up again? The same policy that... Yeah, I, yeah I'll do that, Sebastian. Same policy that the Daily Wire has. You know, they're not currently running any campaigns or, uh, you know, email campaigns or doing anything with either candidate until the primary is decided. And I think that's a prudent policy. And we, we share that view that, that we shouldn't be um, doing anything like that. Just so just so it doesn't even get the appearance of us being one sided. But we are not taking sides. The Babylon Bee is not political as an organization. We make fun of everyone from a Christian worldview. And, uh, and I really resent that people are trying to paint us in that light. And again, I go back to this, this point that I made earlier. Even if we were in one camp or another, don't we have a right to be? Like, why does that make us evil? It's so silly. It's so silly. It's ridiculous. Like, we don't have a right to, to, to freely associate with whoever we want to. I'm proud of whatever I've been able to do to help uh, DeSantis get elected by donating to his campaign or, or going to the governor's mansion was a great honor. Um, going to Mar-a-Lago was a great honor. I'm not embarrassed of any of it. It's not a gotcha where something confidential that I'm ashamed of that's being hidden is being leaked into the public. There are situations where you have contractual agreements where you're not supposed to talk about these things and, and you have non-confidentiality in place. Employment agreements have that. Uh, contracts with contractors have that. And so you can't always talk openly about it, but that doesn't mean that you're, you're hiding it because you're ashamed of it or you think it's wrong. I'm not ashamed of anything that I've done. But so, so Seth, um, in terms of the payments, obviously these ones are public. I, 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 so the, I guess the main question people have is, I mean, the, the the if I remember right, the the most recent payment, which is in the public records, which Laura shared, was in October 2022, which is about seven seven months ago. Has there been any payments from the DeSantis camp to you, or vice versa? And why it's important is you can be on any one side. I, I don't think anyone disputes that. What the concern is, if you are on DeSantis' side, then it, 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 or not, but if you are, then I think it, there needs I'm to not, be transparency. I'm not, I'm not talking about... Hang on, can I just jump in? Hang, hang on, Seth, Seth. 
can I just say something here? Sure. Who, who the hell cares? He, I, he's not a news agency, and it's his bloody company. Why? What hell? What right? What hell right do we have to know who's get, he's getting payments from? It's a satire company. Why are we grilling this well, guy? Well, it's and, and, and why should I well, have to disclose any of this stuff? Uh, you know, it's, it's, a lot of this stuff is done under agreements. Every agreement that we have with an outside contractor has some kind of a, an agreement uh, or, you know, where if we're providing services to somebody um, that restrict what you're allowed to say about, you know, amounts and when and dates and all of these things. Um, it, it, I, don't, I don't get why this is anybody's business, and I don't understand why anybody thinks that it means that we're somehow in somebody's pocket just because we do business with somebody. Again, like I said, I'm happy to take money from Trump's people if they want to run campaigns with us or have us uh, do work for them in some capacity. Happy to do that. I'm happy to go speak at press conferences for him if he'd like me to support his digital bill of rights or anything that he wants to do regarding censorship. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to just support the cause itself. So, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why anybody cares. I'm not obligated to answer any specific questions about amounts or dates or anything like that. I don't know why you guys are so up in arms about it. We're a comedy site. Laugh at the jokes or not. If you don't think we're funny, unfollow us. But yeah, you, so, 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 Seth, let, let me ask you because – Why Why do you all care? Obvious, well, so I'm going to shift Nobody just a little cares. bit Nobody cares. People just want to make sure you're not Heather, fired. No, I'm, I'm going to shift here just a little bit. You care very much. Uh, and, you know, because this is the – uh, and again, we appreciate you coming back up here and, you know, facing the, the, the fire here. Uh, obviously, the question that, are, that, that sparked this entire thing, uh, you know, it had to do with the tweets where uh, Gavin uh, Mario Wax, who was the, the he was your vice president of marketing, correct me if I'm wrong. And he asked, hey, Christina Pushaw, what is your fucking problem? And you responded initially and said, what's yours? Tweeting like this with the B in your bio doesn't work for me uh and then he followed up and um actually whoop, it just glitched out uh he he followed up with uh, to that tweet at what point did you decide that you were going to fire him was it the 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 first tweet or was it when you know you went back and said uh you can remove the b from your bio now and if you can tell us what his response was that would be good because my phone just totally froze uh, I can't. I can't speak to any anything uh, from offline. All I can speak to is what was said publicly. I think the tweets speak for themselves, and I've explained my actions there. So I don't know what, why. I don't. So even, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. Like, how many hours could we have a conversation about? If any, if there's anything specific that we haven't talked about that anybody would like yeah. me to respond to, I'm happy to. But we had we had the conversation about the tweets already. So if yeah, he, if he agrees, so we, we do have a bigger. So, so we guys. do have a much larger so Nick, audience now. So the the, 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 the the point that I'm trying to ask is people want to know, and they keep asking it in the comments section, which is why I brought it back up. So clearly a lot of people didn't hear it. Was there any sort of offline conversation before you guys had this back and forth? I'm not, I'm not getting into the details of a personnel matter beyond what was said publicly that people can look at. And I said that earlier, and people can go back and listen to the beginning of the space if they want to hear what was said earlier. I don't want to – how many times do we have to go over that? Can I um, just because I think I can clarify something here. Um, the the reason, at least for what what I kind of cared about it for, uh, was because I've heard about Gavin with his work with young Republicans in New York, and from what we saw on Twitter, we saw him do something. He he he's, he made a tweet, and whether there was a pattern or not, you kind of at one point said it was not the volume, but the spirit of tweets, and then the other time he said it's the pattern. So that was the confusion there, and then. Um, what happened afterwards, he got fired on Twitter publicly, and that kind of appeared for people online who don't really look into stuff a lot 
to appear to be some sort of um, you know, not not really retaliation, but a way to get rid of someone who was defending himself on there. Now, if there's an internal problem with him performance-wise, that's something we have no clue about. I'm sure not be able to talk to us if you've talked to him in the past about you know performance or other issues. Maybe you've talked in the past about his tweets. You, okay, I'm so uh, earlier it was it was it was, yep. there was all this conversation about whether it was political or not. I, I explained it has nothing to do with his politics, which candidate he supports or who I support. It had nothing to do with that. This was a conduct matter. Okay, so so but so it was the vo was it the the volume of the tweets or the, Guys, the is there is there anything new or interesting that we can talk about that we haven't already gone over? Just okay, just what what, what yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, so 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 Seth, although this isn't new, what is, like you, you you did answer this question a number of times before, but the, yeah, the, right. in, yeah, so Seth, let me just but in the comments, one of the main contentions they had, and it's your choice if you want to clarify this point. But one of the main contentions people are having is that they feel like you've not held a, a single position. So at one point you said it's the volume of tweets and the second time it was the spirit. So that's what people in the comments feel. So that's why I, that's the reason why we're, if you want to clarify, it's your choice. If you don't want to, you're like, it's not your Yeah, I mean, I go back to what I said earlier. The reason everybody cares is because they want to turn this into me attacking a Trump person because they were defending themselves against DeSantis people. And I'm a paid DeSantis shill. And I'm defend and I'm defending my my DeSantis friends. That's how everybody's trying to spin this and present this, and that's why everybody cares, and that's why everybody keeps asking me these same questions over and over again. It has nothing to do with any of that. And my own reasons for it, I can have I can have my own reasons for it. I don't. I, it, it's it's my company. I can run my, my company how I please. It. And if if you're if you're concerned about whether or not I'm internally consistent or how I'm implying uh, applying my uh, my, uh, you know, em employee handbook and rules get with my different employees, like it's a totally different issue. The the topic of this is censorship and everybody's concerned about whether this is a DeSantis Trump thing. And I've answered all of that. So I don't, I don't have to explain to anybody my hiring and firing decisions. I, I, I run a company the way that I please. Uh, I explained my reasons for, for why I felt I needed to part ways with a person who I felt like wasn't uh, comporting and conducting himself in a manner that reflected uh, well on the Babylon Bee. Um, and so, you know, that, that's that. So it doesn't, it doesn't go beyond that. And, and, and the fact that we're still now, uh, hours later, retreading the same ground is, is bizarre to me. Aren't you all bored? So, uh, so Seth, you know what it is? Um, so, you know, in terms of being a private company, you're right. It is your company. You can do what you want. But at the same time, people are able to voice their concerns. So, for example, Twitter is now Elon Musk's own company. But let's say he decided to ban every single conservative. That would have people would talk about it. People would be angry. People would be upset because that would be a form of censorship. Right. Of course. And I, I've already explained, though, that I don't ban people based on their opinions. I, I didn't. I haven't made any hiring or firing decisions based on people's viewpoints. That's yeah, never happened. That. It, never, that. it never will happen. I have, I've explained that repeatedly. So you, you guys could keep asking me about it, and I'll, I'll just tell you the same thing. I'll say what I said earlier. I don't, I don't make those decisions based on people's viewpoints. I'm not censoring people because I don't like uh, a viewpoint they've expressed. You know, I, I, I disagree with a lot of my employees on a lot of things. I disagree with them on theological points. I disagree with them on political points. Um, we, we have those disagreements in our Slack channel sometimes. We have them face-to-face. -face. Uh, nobody ever gets fired for it. Um, you know, it's, opinion, people are, have a right to their opinions. So, Seth, I, I, I'll go just a little bit. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll go to just a little bit of a different topic here because you have been very much tied in at this point with the Trump versus DeSantis debate. You know, is this a problem for the uh, the party? Is this, is this 
you know, just so ugly to the point where you see a lot of people. I know Laura said earlier, or maybe it wasn't Laura, maybe it was somebody else on stage that said that they would absolutely not vote for Ron DeSantis, you know, at the time. How do you see this going uh, from here? Because, you know, obviously you've been a huge target of, uh, you know, one side of this. I, I think it's unfortunate. You know, I, yeah, I think it's I think it's a problem for the party. Um, you know, it's it's healthy to have primaries and, and debates over who should be the right candidate. It's a very healthy thing for us to have conversations about that and to debate it and, and, and for the best candidate to rise to the top and, and win. I think it's an unhealthy thing when when any group supporting one of the other candidates uh, considers it some kind of moral crime or political crime, something unacceptable uh, for them to not support the candidate that they prefer. I think it's very unhealthy. Uh, and I think you have that uh, you have that on both sides to some extent in this conversation. And, and the, the fact that we're getting caught up in it, I think it's just, it's just silly and ridiculous. I keep, I keep going back to the fact that we're, you know, we're a satire site. Oh, oh, you caught us. We got some payments. Whatever. We, we'll take payments from, from any candidate or, or, or person that we, you know, I mean, obviously there'd be some that we wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't accept money from, from Biden to run uh, campaigns and he wouldn't want to, but, um, but we're not making we're not making selections along those lines where it's people that we prefer to work with over somebody else, uh, and we don't endorse candidates. We make jokes on the internet. That's what we do. And so it's bizarre to me that we're caught up in the middle of this. All it's it's just a, a situation where everybody wants to vilify anyone who they feel uh, might not be in their corner, and it's a it's a way of coercing people. It's a way of manipulating them and bullying them and punishing them if they don't get in line and do what you want them to do. I find that extremely toxic and unhealthy. Seth, and it's, does this uh, put it's you bad for the country. Going, going forward, we know that from the Republican side, from the Democrat side, I already mentioned this, I think there's going to be no issue. They don't have a fair primary. Biden's going to win. But with the GOP, there is a fair primary. Do you think, and, and it does seem like things are going to get a lot more vicious, a lot more aggressive. Does that put you under pressure to double think about things that you're going to post in concern that you're going to maybe offend either party? No, I, I don't really. I, it doesn't bother me if people get upset or offended. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't think we take any of that into consideration. We're we're going to make jokes about whatever we think is funny. So it wouldn't put you under pressure, let's say, hypothetically, based on now the fact that you've it's been framed and people do believe it, especially from the Trump side, that you're essentially on DeSantis' side. We still make jokes about. We just made jokes about Trump the other day. Oh yeah, and you people, mentioned that. You mentioned and, that. And people capitalize on it, and they and they screenshot it. And they say, "Oh, look, see, it's obvious. They're they're paid by DeSantis to make fun." We've made more jokes at Trump's expense than any other person. If you search Trump on our website, we've made more jokes at his expense than any other person. I voted for him. A, bo- a bunch of us did. It doesn't mean we're not going to make jokes at his expense, and it doesn't mean that DeSantis has been paying us since the site was started in 2016. That's a, that's absurd. No, no, I get that. But going forward, let's say now, would this put you under pressure? Like, hypothetically speaking, if you did have more um, memes against Trump compared to DeSantis, like, would you be thinking, let me balance it out? Like, as a CEO, how would you be dealing with this from, from now on? No, I mean, people are going to say what they're going to say. Look, I, I, everything that I've just said to, to refute this idea that we're in somebody's pocket, uh, most of the people that are listening that have already made up their mind on this don't care. You know, they're not interested in the truth. They're just interested in a narrative and they'll continue to advance that narrative. So it is what it is, you know, you can't, you can't make everybody see things the way that you want them to be seen or the way that they actually are. So you just have to go about your business as usual. So we, we're, we're just going to, we're, again, we're going to, we're going to uh, target the targets that deserve it. Uh, we're not going to be hands off DeSantis, even if 
even if uh, 90% of the people who work at the B decide to vote for DeSantis. Uh, we're not going to be hands off of him because of that. We, make, we all made fun of Trump, and we're making fun of him when we voted for him. So, you know, it's, 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 it's silly to expect that we, we should behave a certain way or not behave a certain way. Again, you guys, everybody's so worked up about a, a comedy site. It's bizarre to me. I haven't heard anybody explain why. Why does everybody care so much? None of these things, like I heard a couple, someone say a minute ago, like, what do you, what do you guys care? Like, these, this is a private company making their private decisions. I don't know. I think it's just an excuse to find somebody to vilify and punish. And I think that's bullying. And I think it's wrong. And yes, I think it's unhealthy for the country. Well, Seth, look, I, I feel like you, you didn't even have to come on the second time, but you've essentially come on. You've answered every single question, some of which you've answered like maybe 10 times. So, yeah, we appreciate you coming on. But I, I actually don't think there's any more questions you can be asked because you've kind of covered everything. <laughs> but I agree. feel free to stay on if you wish to. But essentially, that's my perspective. But yeah, Nick, go ahead, bro. So yeah, no, definitely want to thank you, Seth Dillon. Um, I think you did a, a you know a great job actually going through the the questions, explaining your side. You didn't run away from them. Uh, so regardless of what people think, you know, on the on the, on the panel and in the audience, I'm sure you gained a lot of respect just for doing that. So thank you, sir. Yeah, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Look, it's it, this is not a situation where there's there's a gotcha. There's some undercover reports that are going to expose what we've been doing. There's there's nothing that we have to hide. Um, there's nothing that we're, that we're doing that's unethical. Uh, we're not in anybody's camp. We're having fun making fun of people, and we're happy to support. I'm happy to support my governor in Florida. I'm happy to support the president when we get a new president who replaces this one. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, the, the whole conversation to me, this whole thing is, is really overblown and kind of silly. And, and, and the fact that we've gotten into the weeds so much about, you know, uh, the reasons for the firing or the reasons for the tweets and when decisions were made and all of that. I'm not sure why any of that is relevant to anybody in this, in this space. You know, this is a personnel matter in a private company. Um, and yes, obviously the things that happened publicly were public. You can see what I had to say and my reasons for, for doing what I did. Um, but, you know, again, like I said, the, the fight, I think the fighting is unhealthy. I, when I ended my comments earlier, I emphasized the importance of us kind of being kinder being more charitable. Let's not try to see the worst in everybody and assume that they're our enemy. Um, you know, we can disagree with each other and even vote for different people. And it doesn't mean that we have to be enemies or treat each other as enemies. Yeah. So uh, actually we have, uh, you know, two more questions real quick. I, I, I want to bring in, uh, I'm going to bring in Paul here in just a second, who is the, uh, he's a, a member of the New York Young Republicans Club and, uh, and he would like to address it, but I want to bring Aaron Cariardi real quick. Uh, and, you know, so you have a pretty good question. Jump in, Aaron. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Uh, Seth, thanks for being on here. Uh, big fan of Babylon B. I, I think this whole Tempest in the teacup is pretty absurd. But I want to ask you, yeah. uh, because I, I've been concerned about uh, how hard it's become to do comedy now in our society. And I think actually Babylon B's comedy is, uh, is, is pretty charitable. It's pretty gentle chiding uh it's very funny but it's you know a lot of humor can be extremely hostile and i think you guys for the most part avoid that on both both sides of the political spectrum but the fact is so many comedians have a hard time going on campus these days it, it's just become harder to make jokes in this society and it seems to me that that's a very bad thing for society a very bad thing for us politically because you know i mean the role of the court jester uh, in society has always been able to say things to the king that other people couldn't get away with saying because, uh, you know, they get their heads lopped off. 
And particularly in a free and democratic society like ours, where you're supposed to be able to say things to the king if you don't like what the government is doing, um, it's become harder to do that. It's been become harder to do that even through uh, even through the, the the sort of role of comedy and jokes in our society. I'm just wondering, you know, as somebody who runs a site that I think does a terrific job of trying to do this and trying to be fair about it, you guys, you know, certainly have your maybe political slant or whatever. Um, but, you know, what, what you've been navigating, what you've been dealing with seems to me to be actually not trivial because it's a sign that, you know, something has gone really sideways in, uh, in our current cultural climate. I wonder if you could comment on, you know, the role of a site like the Babylon Bee in a, in a healthy culture. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Um, uh, nice, nice to switch topics, honestly. Um, well, comedy is hard for a number of reasons. I think that, you know, if the bee goes out of business, it's going to be because the real world and, and satire have become completely indistinguishable from each other. You know, that everything feels like a parody these days. Every, every story that you see in a real headlines is so over the top, it's almost impossible to satirize it. Um, so that's one challenge for comedy. But, but another, another challenge is that there's a lot of people who don't want to hear the truth, and comedy is a vehicle for truth delivery. They don't like to confront the truth, uh, and they don't like that, the, that comedy speaks truth so effectively. Um, and so, you know, it, it gets caught in the crossfire of the, of the people who are at war with the truth and reality, which is, uh, in our view, predominantly people on the left. Um, but there's also this, this kind of culture and climate where people are, uh, you know, uh, taking themselves too seriously and less willing than ever to, um, to laugh. And I, I think that's, that's a bad thing, too. Like you said, there's a lot of comedians who won't go on college campuses anymore. Everybody wants their safe space. It's very very unhealthy mentality to be in. We take ourselves so seriously. We think we have this right to not be offended. And, uh, and that's just ridiculous. And I, I think, you know, comedy that speaks uncomfortable truths that kind of makes us squirm in our seat a little bit, not always laugh, but like we're the butt of the joke. And, but there's some truth to it. You know, that's a healthy thing to, to kind of examine yourself in that way and laugh at yourself. Um, so, you know, comedians who are still willing to make the jokes that they're not supposed to make, I really value them. There's, a, there's even a few of them on the left still today. Um, who are who I think are doing a good job of pushing back on the on the culture's madness and continuing to make uh, jokes about things like, for example, gender affirming care for kids. And I put that in scare quotes because I don't like using their euphemisms. But um, yeah, comedy is important. Uh, it it brings levity to these situations. It allows us to take it helps us to take ourselves a little bit less seriously. And honestly, we're all passengers on the ship of fools from time to time and deserve to be laughed at and deserve to laugh at ourselves. Um, so. You know, it's, I, th I, think, I think humor is beneficial in that way. And I also think, I also think there's an importance for mocking things that deserve to be mocked. You know, I, I've, I've said this many times before in public statements and in speeches that if you, you know, this, we have this idea that we've improved morally because we make fun of fewer things. And I think nothing could be further than the truth. I think that we're more depraved than ever because we've affirmed and accepted things that we should have as a culture ridiculed and rejected. And so there's a moral imperative to mockery. There are bad ideas that have bad effects in society that need to be mocked. They need to be torn down. Uh, and so I think humor has a role to play there too. Um, hope that answers your question. Yeah, that was terrific. Thank you. That's Paul? Paul? Yes. Thanks, Nick, for bringing me on. And um, yeah, I just had a couple more questions for Seth regarding sort of the nature of uh, Gavin's firing. By the way, I'm you know part of the Young Republicans Club in New York City, and I'm a very strong supporter of Donald Trump. And people who follow my Twitter account know exactly which side I fall on on the Trump-DeSantis war, so to speak. 
Um, but, you know, I appreciate Seth for coming on tonight. You know, I appreciate the fact that I didn't, I wasn't here for the entire forum, the entire discussion, but I appreciate the, the fact that, um, you know, he, he, he was answering questions from many people who were hostile to him and um, he did so with relative grace. But the, the bottom line is this was a very public firing. Um, he did this on Twitter. Now I know the fact that Seth now is saying, you know, you, you, this is a private company and this matter is to be handled internally. But the bottom line is that this was a very, this was made on a public forum. It was made on Twitter and it was in response to a flagrantly political um, tweet. You know, uh, Gavin called out expressly uh, Christine Pushaw in that tweet. Now for Seth to maintain that, you know, this is, apparently some sort of violation of a no vulgarity policy on part of, um, you know, the battle on B. I, I, I would like to hear a little bit more about what that policy entails, because, you know, there are many people have tweeted um, other employees of the Babylon B who have used the F word as well as other vulgarities, other curse words on social media uh, quite frequently. And um, it doesn't seem like those people were fired from the company based on my understanding. So I'm just trying to get a little better sense of what exactly um, the no vulgarity policy is of the Babylon beef. If this is posted anywhere and like what exactly did Gavin do um, in violation of that policy? And why did that specific tweet trigger that policy that, um, you know, made your, you to decide to hire yeah. I've I've already addressed most of that, um, so I'm not. I don't really feel the need to speak yeah. to it anymore. Yeah, you've already answered that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I look. You know, um, is it like a specific uh, policy you there, you have, or is this like you know just sort of a general sort of approach that you're applying on a person by person basis? And, you know, it, it seems like unclear. I mean, I, I know you've already discussed this, but. Uh, for many of us on this side, we're still a little unclear about exactly what this policy is. Yeah, um, I don't see how that's really any of anybody's business on this call. This is a public space where I'm not I'm not getting into the details of, of personnel matters. Well, it was but... a public firing, so I mean the fact that I mean you you made the decision to fire him on a public forum. So given that fact, you would think that you would provide a little bit more context, a little bit more elaboration about what this specific policy is that you're I didn't, I didn't say you're, I didn't say you're fired in a public forum. Well, you, I never said well, that. Uh, so did you, well, maybe, all right. So maybe let me clarify. Did you not fire him from the company? I, I, I said my tweets speak for themselves. I, I don't think that I, I ever in a tweet said you're fired. So did, did you, so or did you not have, fire I've Gavin? Had, I've had, I've had communication with Gavin, but I haven't. I, I never said that you're fired in it. So, you, so um, you're saying now you right. actually didn't fire Gavin Wax from the Babylon? That is not what I'm saying. No, that is not what I'm saying. So what are you saying? I, I said you said this was a public firing. I said I did not. I never tweeted you're fired. So I'm not sure which tweet you're referring to. Well, that you're saying all right. This so was a public what does firing. it mean to say? I mean, it's strongly implied by saying remove the B from your from your username or from your profile that you're terminating the employee. Is, is that a correct inference to make from that tweet? Or what, what exactly were you trying to say about that? Seth, before you answer, I do want to just share just some breaking news before you answer. Uh, Fox News is reporting that uh, both uh, President Biden and McCarthy have apparently reached a tentative deal 
on the debt ceiling negotiations. I just wanted to share that for the space. Okay. Look, maybe you could clarify what that uh, thing, man, because yeah, maybe a- this is a whole big misunderstanding. Maybe you didn't actually fire him and you're just saying, I don't, maybe that meant something else. So maybe. I'm just saying you're you're saying that it was a public. You don't know you don't you don't know all the details uh, because well, I, you only know what's public. What, and there was no and there was no there was no tweet that said you're fired. So, so what did that um, tweet mean? So you said it was a public so what, firing. What did you mean by the tweet? I'm, remove remove your uh, the Babylon B from your Twitter. Well, what does that mean? It means remove the Babylon B from your Twitter. Why would you ask him to do that? Like, what what's the significance of that? I'm wondering. I think the context is clear in the conversation. Well, it's we clearly have. not because I, uh, I don't understand it. A lot of people on this call don't understand it. A lot of people interpret it as a firing of uh, Gavin, and you're now saying it. Are you? Are you? Are you Gavin? Are you Gavin's counsel? I'm not Gavin's counsel. I'm just asking legitimate okay. questions that people have. Well, when Gavin's counsel wants to talk about those details, we can talk about them with his counsel. Well, you you only talk to lawyers. I mean, this is a public space. I thought, um, like, I'm just trying to ask a very basic question. What does that tweet mean? You're now saying it wasn't a termination. So what exactly does that tweet mean? That tweet meant what it said. Uh, So what did it say? And you're, could you, like, rephrase it? I'm just trying to, like, (laughs) is is it correct to say you did not fire him in that tweet? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that a tweet that says remove the Babylon B from your profile is explicitly telling somebody that they're fired. No, so what, uh, and you're, you're reading you're reading into that and saying that it was a public so firing. Wait, I don't, so what was the intent of the tweet? I'm trying to I'm just trying to get my mind around exactly what you're why you tweeted that in the first place. I tweeted many times explaining myself and I already explained myself earlier in this conversation. Is there is there anybody who has something uh, new? Well, I mean, it seems like none of these questions have been answered in the first place. He answered them all through the beginning. He answered every single one of these questions. And whether you agree with him or not, he answered them. He said that he did it because he did not want Gavin representing the company with his behavior. And whatever you think of the policy or what the policy is or whatever, he answered the questions for two straight hours earlier. So, so, I don't want Gavin to represent the company. I can, I can choose who I want. Yeah, I can choose who I want to be a public representative of the Paul, company. Paul, that's Paul, my, Paul, that's Paul, my question, problem. Paul, he, his tweet didn't directly say he's fired, but the tweet implies that that, that that's all this, this, is, this, this whole exchange is. You know, the tweet didn't directly say he's fired, but, you know, we can make assumptions based on what it said, remove the right. that, that's so it. Is, is that Guys, I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to move Paul, on if there's... One second, Paul. I'm not, I'm just going to stop this one second. Look, we've asked Seth a number of questions. I'm not trying to back him up. I asked him a lot of tough questions myself. At the end of the day, I get it, you're a lawyer, and I don't think it's fair for him to be answering specific questions when there is a very large possibility this is going to go down the legal route anyway. And so from that perspective... In terms of the specificities, he's going to do deal with that as it comes along. But it's specifically your question he answered. What you want is a more specific answer in a specific context. And I don't think that's fair for him to answer when he's going to most... There is a chance that this is going to go down. And that's why he asked you, are you his counsel? So I think well, we've covered I, I, this issue. Just one more point. I don't well, want to belabor yeah. this, but I mean, I didn't get, well, you can ask me, I didn't get a specific or a general answer. I'm just trying to get an answer at all. No, but he's no, no. But the, this is what you're not understanding. Like my point is this: you've asked a question. I'm not saying your question is unfair, but we've asked the same question a number of times throughout the space. Which Seth has answered it from his perspective of what, how he's able to answer it, and he said that 
essentially he when he said remove the babylon b it's because he didn't want to rep- want him to be a representative of the company now you could say that that sounds like a firing and that's going to be something that which that is that is going to be argued by max's team and seth may argue that it wasn't so we don't know what that is but essentially that's something that's going to be dealt with in court isn't it are all employees just considered representatives of the babylon b who who work there i'm just trying to figure that out like it, it or or i or mean did, i would did assume, Gavin, I like play a specific that, role was he a, i don't i don't no, know no, his specific that role knows, i mean I'll, i can answer this but obviously seth can correct me i'd assume that anyone who's got a babylon d logo on them is in a way representing the company when they're posting so okay. I, yeah, there, there are people on our on our team who who uh who, who choose to put to be in their profile and 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 have generated followings and become uh, public figures associated with the B either because they're on our podcast or whatever, um, um, you know it's. It, but again, these the the decision that was made. Um, there's been a lot of explanation of it in this conversation, and there's also my my public tweets about it that um, you can go back and reference. Um, but you're, you know, you're trying to get very granular into the specifics and, and semantics, and I'm just not interested in, in having a conversation like that in, uh, in this form. Do you, just taking it off of Gavin, though, now, do you have, like, a no vulgarity policy? Like, could, could you explain what that is? If, if He's not going to answer internally. He's already said that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, con- are you going to keep asking me questions and I'm not going to answer so that we can just spin our wheels like this? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people not, still have these I'm not questions. These. Uh, from what I'm seeing on Twitter and other places, it seems like a lot of people still have a lot he's of questions regarding. Right. Yeah, Paul, he's not going to answer them. He, he's he's not going to budge on that. I don't think. So. So look, you, I, I, you can I, ask it ten different. You can ask it ten different ways, buddy. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what happened here. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, the bottom line is, this was a public thing. You you made this tweet on a public forum that is Twitter. And, every, and thousands of people have seen it. Thousands of people have retweeted it. So, you know, now to kind of like, it seems like you're pivoting a little bit. Now you're, you know, trying to claim like you're a victim here. You're, you're you know, you're being unfairly harassed by, by whatever, by Trump people or whatever it is. You, you're the one who initiated this in the first place by making this tweet in response to um, Gavin and doing it in so public a matter. So. Uh, you know, I think you kind of invited um, the, this sort of interrogation. I, I, I'm sorry if I'm being a little harsh over here, or a little tough, but you know, I, I think um, a lot of people still have. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to play victim. Um, I, I do think that it's that it's nasty the way that people uh, respond in these situations. I think, I think that you know, um, Gavin's behavior ever since has has only validated the decision that I made. Um, well, and I, and well I think what exactly has he done ever ever since that tweet was issued yesterday? Do you have an example? He's he's continued to behave in a reprehensible manner but, by um, doing what publicly. Um, so that's that's by, by tweeting in a reprehensible in a reprehensible manner. We're not going to go. We, you can go read his tweets if you'd like. Is, to, is that just he's, because he supports he's Trump, a, or has he done something specifically that's? <laughs> Perfect. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I will. I, I'm going to. I'm going to be fair. I, 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 I want to say I, that because he has rehashed that point several times. Yeah. All right. So I, I, can I just say? Yeah, I, I want to wanna... ask one final question, and then I don't want to take up too much more time. But um, Seth, do you personally have you know a side in this Trump versus DeSantis thing? Do you, Do you support one candidate more than the other? Have you um, 
you know, made that decision yet uh, publicly or privately? Is, is that something that you've uh, made a determination on yet? Uh, I, I, the Babylon B, which is what is the, is the focus of this conversation, what the Babylon B has done, uh, the Babylon B doesn't endorse candidates one way or another. Um, if I if I come out and, and explicitly endorse one, I'll do so on my personal profile, and that will represent my views. Um, but the Babylon B doesn't endorse candidates. The Babylon B is a comedy site. Do you endorse candidates yourself or no? It's just through the Babylon. I've never I've never I've never formally and publicly endorsed a candidate. I, I don't believe. I, I, maybe maybe the, someone could dig up an old tweet where I did. I don't remember ever doing that. One last thing: Have you donated any money to either? candidate of either Trump or DeSantis since either one has declared or actually since or maybe I'll, I should say since over the past like six months or so I, uh, whether I, I had or hadn't isn't relevant to anything that would be a personal donation the Babylon Bee doesn't donate to candidates and it doesn't take political positions I don't see how my, my what I do personally is relevant to anything. did you give for, did you get forty thousand dollars to Ron DeSantis because I'm seeing reports that you may have made a political contribution to Ron DeSantis. Yeah, I've given I've given a lot of money to DeSantis and Trump over the years. Which candidate have you given more money to? Do you know? No, I'm not sure. If I can step in, uh, Nick, if that's okay. Sure, go for it. Yeah, just uh, Paul. First off, just this this particular oh. question. On yeah, sets. The, I, I I wanted to respond really quickly sure, just to sure. the general line of questioning that uh, was coming here because I've I've addressed this but it needs to the point needs to be made. Um, this was not a political decision. It was not a political decision, um, and it wasn't done in a way that was uh, unfair where anyone was singled out and treated differently than other people. Um, it was it had nothing to do with DeSantis or Trump, and you know the the the, the intentional framing of that uh, is malicious. Um, and, and, that, and so I'm not, I'm not claiming to be a victim. It's just the fact of the matter that people are, are lying. They're leaving information out that's relevant. Um, they're making a lot well, of assumptions. Well, can you understand why it And was... it's because there's, there's a political war. There's a political war here, and everybody's going at each, other, at, at each other's throats. It just so happens that the person who was let go is, is prominent in the, in the Trump world. Um, but it had nothing to do with that. So, well, no, no, it wasn't um, just the so fact that he's the suggestion that it's no, a, no, hold ridiculous. on, hold on, hold on a second. It wasn't just the fact that he's prominent within the Trump world. It's the fact that the tweet itself was made in response to a very high-profile DeSantis staffer, namely Christina Pushaw. Um, so it was an expressly political tweet, okay? And, and you fired him in response to that tweet because you objected to his characterization of... Um, Christina Pushaw, who, is, who, again, is a high-profile DeSantis um, supporter. So, I mean, d d you could understand why some people might interpret, um, you know, your decision or whether or not it was a firing, whatever it was, whatever ultimately, whatever decision you made to, you know, you don't want him representing the I, I understand why. I understand why you want to frame but it no, the way look, that you do. You understand why telling, people might under that. interpret it that way? Hey, Paul, um, I think that we can basically color this as this was a business decision made on behalf of somebody who may or may not be a client who also happens to be associated with an opposite political affiliation, you know, as far as the primary goes with the person who was let go, who was making said possible client uncomfortable and it was done publicly to assure the relationship between that person who happens to be a political operative is not feeling 
let's just say, uneasy about this business relationship. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. I, I, let's not put words in my mouth. I, I, the context of what of who he was speaking to, like you guys, there's a lot of words being stuffed into my mouth on both sides. Um, this was a decision that had to do with a, uh, a, a pattern of conduct with one of my employees. Um, re- well, he was representing to be publicly with, with our name in his, in his handle, in his, uh, in his bio. Um, and so you know, the, the, effort to make this, the effort to make this a political thing is ridiculous. Had he been a DeSantis supporter and was talking to people on Trump's team, the outcome would have been the same. It, didn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't about who he was talking to. Um, so, you know, this is, this is, not, this is not a political thing. I mean, unpopular and, you know, sometimes reprehensible speech, which, again, satire can be defined as that in a lot of times. It should be protected speech. Right. So, I mean, if it's a pattern of behavior, but he works for a satire company, which specializes in making powerful people uncomfortable. Clearly, that should be well within his means. Right. That's not the kind of satire they do, though. Uh, I don't think uh, 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 this, this person did not engage in satire. Uh, he was not doing satire. Um, he was tweeting on, on company time while he was being paid to work. He was spending his entire day attacking people publicly. Uh, and that was a bad look for us. Um, so I don't want anybody working for me who behaves that way. And anybody who continues or, or starts acting that way while they work for me will also be shown the door um, unapologetically and with no regret. So and I don't care who they're talking to. If I can, if I can add a few things, um, I know Paul's no longer on the stage, um, but to address his 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 uh, questions about whether Seth has donated to one or any other political candidate, it really isn't relevant because what we're really talking about here, uh, with respect to this whole Gavin Wax issue, is an employment decision that Seth actually doesn't need to justify because Gavin was employed at will, right? And for most of us on this stage, we're conservatives and we believe in at will employment. And we're not huge on everybody being in a union. So it's a little strange to me that everybody is suddenly saying that Seth can't make an employment decision and is asking him to justify it endlessly. Um, assuming, of course, that he did indeed make make an employment decision. Um, but I wanted to offer some commentary just by way of background. You know, I know Gavin. We're both here in New York. I was a member of New York Young Republicans Club for much of last year, which he runs. And I worked with him at Getter, the social media platform that, you know, was trying to be the next Twitter um, for most of last year, as well as their director of trust and safety. So I know Gavin. Um, What happened last night was not just about Gavin tweeting with an F word to Christina Pashaw, which if anybody has looked at what happened last night is not really what the the, the key issue alone was. what Gavin did was insubordination. When your employer makes a statement to you expressing that they are displeased with something you are doing, that you've been doing publicly, and then you respond to your employer as if your employer is below you, you no longer have a job, okay? That's, that's, that's something that I don't think anybody should really be disputing. None of us should expect to be able to respond to our boss the way Gavin responded to his boss and still have a job. Right, right. And yeah. I get that, Ben. We're not we're ben, not arguing ben this on like I don't agree with that because Ben legal. We're not. Ben, no, but Ben, that's not what the argument is because he did not respond to Seth as a Seth until after Seth said take the Babylon B out of your bio. So the real question is gonna be and what's going to be decided in court is was Seth's comment. No, that's about not. That's Babylon not. That's B. not true. That's not true. <laughs> if no, I may, I responded to. I, I I called him out on the language that he was using, the way that he was speaking to somebody. 
uh, and he quote tweeted me, and it was in response to his quote tweet. Correct. Uh, where, where I told him to take the B out of the line. Oh, so okay. he was Thanks he was trying to, he was he was responding to me. He was doubling down on what he was saying and how he was saying it publicly by quote tweeting me, um, which yes, of course is he, he, is insubordinate. Gavin, That's... Gavin essentially said to Seth, "Your request to me doesn't matter." Okay, you can't do that and not ex expect that you might lose your job. Um, yeah. But I wanted to really come up on this stage um, to talk about some of the other things that were happening last night immediately prior to what most people saw publicly, um, which I have some personal knowledge of. Um, Real quick, Ben, Ben, before you, before you uh, change the subject, though, just uh, wanted to say, I don't think that we're arguing whether or not Seth had the legal right to do this or whether or not this was done, you know, basically... In an unforward manner, we're basically just saying that the optics and a blowback of this are going to look very badly and very politically in a way where it might cut the user base of Babylon B in half just because a lot of people are currently fractured among their, you know, their target audience. So we're just trying to point out how this is, you know, this oh, is basically so, a storm. So all, all the concern is just concern about how this might impact us. It might hurt us. I mean, come on, this is, this is silly. It seems a little disturbing. Uh, it it kind of yeah, is, because uh, you guys nobody, are a very important no, player. No, no, nobody's concerned about whether this is going to hit us. They're actually trying to make this hurt us. Correct. Um, and, it's, and it's, you know, look, this, it, it, it's, it, is, it is what it is. People can feel about it how they want to feel about it. Um, but I need, to, uh, I need to hop off this space. i got to get running. I've tried right. to be, you know, transparent, addressing people's questions. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I, need to, I need to run. No, no, um, thank, you, thank you for the, for the platform allowing me to address a lot of this, and I hope everybody uh, treats each other with more kindness and respect than they have up to this point. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, sir. Sorry, Ben. Sorry. So just, just I was going to read Sorry, the man. tweets. One second, one second, Ben. I was going to read the tweets that caused the, uh, the firing, and it essentially says from Gavin, hey, Christina Poshaw, what what's your effing problem? That's not where it started. That's sort of what I was trying to explain. No, no, I know, I know. It started from Max, but I'm talking about Seth's interaction with Gavin. So then Gavin replied, what's yours? And then a f and then the next tweet was, tweeting like this with a B in your bio doesn't work for me. So now that's, that comment there, tweeting like this with a B in your bio doesn't work for me. I'm guessing Gavin's team is going to argue that that was some form of firing. And they, Seth's team is going to argue that it wasn't. And then after that, Gavin then quote-tweeted Seth and said, being accused of things that are false and criminal doesn't work for me. Obviously, he's using the same words that Seth used back onto him. But right. essentially explain the reasoning for it. And then that's when Seth said, you can take the B out of your bio. I'm with Ben. I'm confused though, Ben. Now. Yeah. So sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, sorry, yeah, I'll say what Ben, you said you knew, Gavin. Why did you get fired from Getter? I'm confused about that part. So, so I didn't actually say that he got fired from Getter. Um, what I was going to first say is that the Getter situation was actually a part of what happened last night. Max Nordahl tweeted at Gavin uh, asking him why he had worked uh, for a company uh, controlled by and took money from uh, a, a guy named Miles Guo. So Miles Guo is a uh, massive serial fraudster who turned out to be the sole investor behind Getter. Getter wasn't actually started as an American social media platform. That's what we were led to believe, the public was led to believe, and what I was led to believe when I wanted to go work there and did go work there as their director of trust and safety. In reality, 
while publicly it was being said that this Miles Guo character uh, was just a small minority investor and that there were uh, a multiplicity of investors. Additionally, it turned out that Getter had actually been created. Additionally, it turned out that Getter had actually been created. Again, this is something I didn't know before I w went to work there. Had actually been created by Miles Guo as part of his sort of web of um, fraud. Um, later, after he left Getter, uh, in February, and he left Getter and then went to the Babylon Bee, okay? Um, they may have had some layoffs, I believe. They did have layoffs in, in December, January. I left in September. Um, Gavin wrote a very uh, effusive pro-Miles Guo article. It was in Newsmax and some other places uh, accusing uh, the DOJ, uh, the Department of Justice, of uh, targeting Miles Guo because he's anti-CCP, when in reality, Miles Guo stole over a, uh, about a billion dollars in funds through cryptocurrency schemes and saying that he was raising money for anti-CCP nonprofits and took that money and used it mostly to buy mansions, sports cars, $36,000 mattresses. Um, sure, ben, 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 and, 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 uh, Ben, to get Ben, to, Ben, we haven't got the whole, time to get yeah. to the whole story, but... Yeah, yeah, to get to the whole Gavin thing. The point is, the point is, Max Nordell... One second, Ben, one second, Ben. Isn't it the case, though, that this person you're referring to, Miles, he hasn't been charged yet, and he no, he has been cha charged uh, with wire fraud, securities fraud, conspiracy. Is he... Sorry, he hasn't been convicted. He has okay. not been convicted. He remains in jail. He was denied bail. Oh, correct. Because so um, you mentioned that you left. Were you were you did you leave or were you fired from there, Beth? No, I, I I left I left voluntarily, and I have documents that I can show you pr proving that. Um, I can get into that very briefly, just to say that I saw some things that were really not kosher, really not appropriate, um, and not legal. And when I raised them, uh, they were only fixed in part. Uh, the correct corrective action wasn't taken. And I just really ultimately could not continue to be a part of that if they weren't going to change some of the things that were happening there. Uh, and eventually I was told that those things wouldn't change. And so I said, I'm not comfortable being here. Uh, and I left voluntarily. And in fact, I have a letter of good standing signed by Jason Miller, the then CEO, who's now back at the Trump campaign in communications roles. Um, I have a letter signed by him which he actually voluntarily, I didn't even ask for it, voluntarily uh, wrote and signed um, by him and the head of HR um, saying that I left in very good standing uh, and it was voluntary. But here's the thing with Gavin. Max Nordau tweeted at him about his working for Getter and taking money from Malls Guo. That wasn't just about the fact that he had once worked at Getter. It was also about the fact that Gavin had been writing uh, these pro Malls Guo articles uh, as late as this 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 uh, September, uh, which is, by the way, after Getter had then in December and January uh, basically laid off most of its Americans. There are basically no there are no American uh, you know Americans who work at Getter. There are no you know Trump people or, or or Republicans working at Getter. Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying. I can tell you that. So before. Uh, uh, and and with get, just just to let me yeah. just very quickly finish. And so, so ben, what ben, happened ben, with ben, Christina Pushaw? Ben, Ben, you just look. If you want to do a long speech, that's fine. But you need to summarize your point succinctly within 15 yeah. seconds. Because Christina Pushaw liked a listen, tweet. Right. Once, right. Okay. Ben, I'm not trying to be rude, but you're not listening to what I'm saying. We can't have somebody do a monologue for half an hour about somebody's entire life story. 
you need to summarize the point in 30 seconds. If not, I'm going to move on to somebody else. I switched off because it took too so, so long. Go ahead, Ben. Here's a summary. Christina Pashaw liked a tweet that Max Nordeaux had written uh, to slash about Gavin about Getter. It was after that that Gavin then wrote his tweet saying, what the fuck is your problem? So part of what happened last night is Gavin felt targeted and maybe nervous about and also didn't really want to discuss his past relationship with Getter. So I don't I can't speak to exactly what what why that is, but that's kind of what set it off. When Gavin said, Christina, what the fuck is your problem? I don't think that was actually about Trump at all or about DeSantis at all. I think that was because he saw that she liked that tweet. So wait, but and that's a big part of the story that no one really talked about. And in fact, all day long, Gavin hasn't brought that up again, which is really Wait, interesting. So this is like, we're talking about this whole thing. This is all assumptions and nothing, you know, nothing that really pertains. This whole thing is because of that tweet, which you just came to the conclusion of. I mean, unless you're saying... No, no, no. I, I, hear what you, I hear what you're saying. But what I'm saying is there was a backstory and... Gavin tweeting at Christina Pashaw was about something. He hasn't talked about that again since this all oh. diverted to talking about the Babylon Bee. And I think, and by the way, you know, you're, you're totally right to say that, well, you know, maybe this doesn't have much to do with it. But I think, you know, Gavin's welcome to come up here and say what he really thought about that. Okay, so you're making... I think that's the only way to, that's the only way to resolve this. Welcome to close this. Yeah, we have, we have invited Gavin, and I believe he is going to be uh, talking about this soon. So. And that, sorry, Chief, you're going to say because we are going to be wrapping up. Soon. Yeah, I'll say just to, to close this loop up because, like, I just think this is that it was a lot of information that is a lot of just like reaches or, or jumps to things when this all this all this should be focusing about is just how it holds how the, the, the how Christina character liked the tweet from Max who has said things about uh, phenology and a couple other people or whatever uh, and whatever you want to say, but he. He had made a tweet about assinuating something criminal about, you know, uh, about Gavin or something like that. So then puts a pen on a bad light and Christina liked it. And Gavin saw it as an, as an attack on him. And it was more of a criminal inferral. So he said, what's your problem? And that's what this whole thing kicked off on. So that, that should just be this. You're better at summarizing than I am. So thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, let me. Uh, so I, I've been in the corporate world, also in the, the private political world. Uh, I was chief marketing officer of a large telecom company in L.A. I've been vice president of marketing. I've been any sort of executive role, chief data officer. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, it was not – there must have been a history going on. You don't fire a guy. This must have been like the last straw. So I'm guessing there was a history of problems between the CEO and Gavin you you can't address it any other way. That's got to be the issue. So Justin, just to, just to confirm, Justin, I mean, Seth, Seth confirmed that. So Justin's right. And again, you don't have to believe Seth. You don't have to agree with his decision. But his explanation is that there was a long pattern of behavior that he didn't agree with. And that's what it comes down to. But wait, hold on. But he's saying... Well, Bunch, but Bunch, Bunchy, sorry. The question's going to be, and I guess we're going to find this out when it goes to the court, or if Max speaks, um, whether... This there was a long pattern of behavior, is what Seth's saying. But whether he was ever, whether he ever approached Max about it, so because if he did, yeah. then you're right. But if he didn't, 
then it sounds like an excuse, like there was a long pattern of behavior. I didn't mention it and now I fire him. But you're right. If there has been and he's had like basically, be, and I did ask him that question, if he's been through reprimand, if he's been through discipline, disciplinary issues, then that's that's a totally different perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not disagreeing with Wait. you at all. I'm saying that we don't know the internals. And, I, and I'll just five seconds here. We don't know the internals and we're, we're kind of going back and forth and speculating. But at the end of the day, I don't even think the answer to that question matters because like like uh, Sebastian said earlier, it, he's in that will. You know, on, on from a private company, not one person here has made that uh, assertion. The the thing that like I've I've just trying to like say is no, but the problem is, I mean, I don't know how U.S. law is, but in the U.K., for example, that could what happened could oh, be unfair dismissal. Well, so we need to so so that that it have to, I and believe again, where the B is incorporated, it wouldn't be a problem. But I'd have well, to hold on, hold on. Gavin's probably gonna do some wrongful termination thing. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not, I'm not, I'm have no clue or anything, but I'm, I'm guessing that. But the the whole thing was. He even in that space, he said one thing. He said it was not the volume of the tweets, but the mean spirited things. And then he brought the pattern. That's why there is this this disconnect with me, right? So guys, just I received a message from Raheem. Obviously, I, I have I have invited him to come as well. Yeah. Um, he is the person who has hired um Max now that he was fired. So he he did a good tweet where he said, "You guys fire publicly, and I hire publicly." Um. Uh, so I, I, I like that tweet. But anyway, he said that for your information, there was no pattern of behavior in the organization. Gavin only ever received praise from his bosses. There's not even one ever case I've checked. I've so checked. That's from Raheem. Is this, is, was he a W-2 or a 1099? Anyone know that? So anyway, uh, I, I, what I'm saying is uh, just uh, in, I, I'm just reading what he said. Uh, well, gotcha. Wait, no, no. Can... What I meant is, do, do we know uh, if he was but... W-2 or 1099? I'm not sure, um, but could, could I um, finish the piece of question? So, 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 the re so what I'm saying is, I mean, Raheem hired him, so that's something to know. But yeah, Justin, uh, what did he say? Sorry, was he well, so in, in the U.S., if you're a W-2 employee, you are an actual employee of the company, um, and you participate in its benefits. There are requirements. There's also laws that cover you there. If you are a 1099 employee, you are a contractor. Sometimes they'll give contractors titles. I, I served as a chief marketing officer of a company at 1099. So I, I, I'm just curious, was he a 1099 or was he a W-2? Does anyone know? No, I don't think, right? Yeah, we don't know. He, he didn't say anything I've, about I've that. Asked I've asked him, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sir. so just because the, the whole thing was um, the, the whole volume versus, you know, amount of tweets. And then the question that would brought about the, the – we're not going to know about this, but the policies about – twitter usage and if they're tweeting some vulgarity or something is there any consequence for that you'll know if at any point you know um the bosses sat um gavin down and told him not to do these tweets we have no clue about any of that information and he can't confirm that because it's an internal matter so we're we're doing a lot of uh you know speculating on that front but in in reality what we can see is that there, at a very minimum, are people who are with the Babylon Bee, who are employees, who have uh, non not good spirited tweets or a common pattern of using uh, vulgarity. So whether or not they'll be enforced, it's up to that. That was my whole big qualm with going in here because I saw a, a selective enforcement of things. But then when Laura, when, when Laura brings up other points about potentially there being other payments, and I'm, now my mind's more into that. So it's a very minimum. Message. Guys, listen, I think we've covered this yeah. issue quite extensively. We've heard the arguments from all sides. I wanna give a shout out to the I wanna give a shout out to the team because
we initially were going to do Trump, Trump and DeSantis, and then it was quite late on. We decided to do the Babylon B. We did invite um, Seth, and credit to him that he came on with hardly any notice. We invited Max. Um, he, I do believe he had prior engagements, so he was unable to attend, and it looks like he was basically getting a new job at the, at yeah. the time. And, and we had Seth but, here uh, for, I mean, what, over an hour uh, cumulatively, at least an hour cumulatively. Felt, to, felt longer than yeah. that, Nick. I thought I thought he was here for at least a couple, but yeah. you're probably right. It's hard um, to keep track sometimes. <laughs> there's a, there's yeah, a lot yeah, that sure, goes on sure. in the background here, guys. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I do want to thank everybody. I think I think we did it in a very fair and balanced manner. We allowed people to really grill Seth at the same time. We did balance it out, and when people are pushing maybe too aggressively, we did try and calm it down. So I think we balanced it quite fair. We, but he was it wasn't a situation where we brought Seth up and just let him say his narrative he was he was aggressively at certain points emotionally as well as some points really put a put to task about a number of issues he gave us the answers that he was able to give at this specific part time so now i do appreciate seth coming on because he's, he was able to give his perspective his ideas you have to also understand that there is this may go down the legal avenue as well so there may be a scenario uh where um he's unable to talk about certain things that essentially will impact him on court and just from my personal opinion i think that's the reason why he wasn't specifying afterwards whether it was uh it was a a, 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 a a number of actions that happened over time that caused this or whether there was a scenario where it was specifically the impact of it or so because you gave two arguments in terms of the veracity of it or the or, or whether it happened continuously and i believe in my opinion that's because this may go to court but anyway thanks guys for listening much appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow. I don't know what the news is unless something else kicks off on Twitter. We might have another issue to talk about. But yeah, appreciate you guys and see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern.